Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Take number 97. 
and that's a great thing. So we're going to see who's coming on stage for the nice lesson, take number 98, and we see the young lion stage, and let's see if we meet and greet him and see if he's ready to get in the microphone and take care of some Yahweh's business, no doubt about it, take number 98. So when you meet the young lion, one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1, Yahweh beat you that scene ready. Blog Talk Radio. first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Live, Yacht Radio special edition called Thursday evening. This is a live broadcast, but we noticed that those that's coming on the left side to be part of the broadcast, it's, it's kind of slow It's getting into the room. But we do have, we want to cover a lot of things in this lesson once um, six and on the camp wake up and come into the room and on, on time we can get something going on, no doubt about it. So, so what we might have to do is put on a previous broadcast a little bit later. But we're going to talk about what we plan on covering if those that's ready to come on stage, come on stage and we get something going on. Uh, I got a memo in a big camp called about their parents. Said, My parents is um, having odd time with old time with well, their memories is bad. What what is the message for their memory is starting to get a little bad? Well, to um, improve to improve their um, brain, what you have to do to really improve the brain, you're gonna have to um, exercise your brain. Yeah, you gotta exercise your brain. You got three memos, and you take a look at all three of them. It all depends on who come in the room and ready to go. And once they're ready to go, we get something going on. Now, exercise your brain. One way you can tell your parents to exercise your, your brain is just not just by reading the Bible. That's one thing. No. How you exercise your brain is by doing the precepts. 
I mean, remember, whatever say on the left side of the book is said already prior to the right side of the book. And once you understand the right side of the book, it's been already said something. When you get on the left side of the book, it's just a continuation of the right. So really, there ain't no such thing as no Old or New Testament. It's just a continuation of the right. So now, how you, what you tell your parents that have, you know, memory or loss a little bit, how to build up, exercise your brain, tell them to read a verse in the Bible, then think about and track it down where that verse came from. Now, that takes exercise in your brain. So when you precept your Bible, otherwise when you precept your Bible, that's when you exercise your brain, when you precept your Bible. You got it? Good. Now, precept your Bible. Now, can you read some more on the left, on the, on the right side? And then you said, remember, it's already been said on the left side. So now you can remember that verse on the left side with the right side. Yeah, but that, that takes stimulation of the brain. So stimulating uh, the brain, S-I-M-U-L-A-T-I-N-G, S-T-I-M-U-L-A-T-E. You know, you stimulate your brain by doing the precept. So you tell your parents, since they basically, you know, got some age on them, you know, they got a lot of free time on their hands. You know, read a verse. Then you say, well, where was that verse pulled from? And guess what that do? That start building, working your brain. That start building your brain back up. But you got to think now. Where that verse came from? Where did that verse from? So that exercises your brain. Good? All right. So that's one thing. Then after you got them to exercise their brain, then bring them something over there. Yeah, they have to nourish their brain like a, a basket of figs or a basket of summer fruit. Put them all together and and you and remember one thing. You got to break with the king's meat. That's another thing that mess your brain up, mess you up too. The king's meat. You gotta you gotta put the king's meat down. And that talks about in Daniel chapter, you know, 1, 3, all down to verse 16. You got to put the king's meat down. The king's meat is that chicken, cow, and that hog. You put that down 90 days. Then watch yourself 90 days from that point. It'll be able to remove all the toxins out of your body. Your brain will be more sharper. But remember, everything works by having your mighty one up front too now. You gotta have your mighty one. You can't be, you can't be, you know, wicked. So you got your mighty one going before you, and you follow his steps. King's meat down, like the guy written in Daniel chapter one. Put that king's meat down. That chicken, that cow, and that hog. Leave that alone. You know, look at WCC saying, "What about the Chinese food?" Well, you know, he's supposed to be more Chinese food. Period. See. The diet that was given to the children of Israel is totally different from what was given to the other nations. The stuff they eat, your body don't function with what they eat. They can eat that rice and, and you know, all that mixture stuff in there, you know, putting a little, you know, dogs and all that kind of stuff. They can mix that stuff together, and they can share it among themselves. 
But are you going go on your um internet and say, um, what is the closest dog and cat restaurant that Chinese have? They got it, it they got over there in China, they they, they probably got dog and cat restaurants. You can get you can get the dog legs, cat legs, you can get all that stuff. And then you know what they do with that meat, bag it up and What's going on? So, you know, a lot of things we got to know, but we got to know who we are. That's one thing. So, when when they do come in the room, we'll take care of that's one thing. So, we can tell you how to, your parents up in age, to stimulate your brain. They got the precept device. In Psalms 119, verse 1 4. 99, 100, 104. You have precepts you get understanding. And then not all that, it stimulates your brain. Now, if you can remember that every verse is pulled from the right side, pulled from the left side, you got to remember that. If you can remember that, guess what? You're exercising your brain. And all of a sudden, you start giving precepts. Good. Because I tell you in Isaiah 28, 8 and 10, you must precept your body. So if anybody teaching among you to stimulate your your brain, you got to precept your Bible. Because I might say, you might say, um, you hear a verse real on the right side of the Bible. Then where that verse come from? Matt, where that verse come from? Then they all on their phone trying to figure it out. Now, stimulate your brain. Every verse on the right side of the Bible have a precept answer somewhere. So if you're down on the right side, have a precept answer. So you gotta you gotta know how to precept your Bible. You follow the instructions about your Bible, precept your Bible. Anybody stand before you, they just read a bunch of verses and talk a good game, then you know they really just, you know, that's going through the motion. Precept your Bible, that's how you get understanding. And it also stimulates your brain. Okay, that's number one. Another question on the table is um how many times do I pay tithes? Well, that's a that's a pretty good point. How many times do you pay tithes? We'll take care of that, uh, showing you that paying tithes, you know, we'll give you the verses to show you exactly about paying tithes, how many times you pay tithes. So that's something to think about. Once we get those that come in the room, we'll take care of that too. And another, the third thing we got uh, on, on to take care of is um, Mary. Mary, uh, the birth of um, the song, Yahweh the song, which they eagerly called Jesus Christ, our Lord. When, when was he born? What about this celebration of December 25th coming up? What about it? Do the Bible support it? We'll take care of that. It's all about one thing. Remember, the international, on the international uh, side, WCC, World Council, Churches, Roman Catholic, they all unpack the place. But those on the left side that come to the room to do the reading, they're dragging their feet. So when they're dragging their feet, you know, I'm always prepared to do this. I know how important it is to do this thing. So the labels is, the harvest is plenty, but the labels is true. See, we can't keep on getting caught up and not taking care of your wild business. The blessing is in taking care of the four-letter man business, Y-H-W. A law for the guap in your head. Huh? I got to get on that program because uh, I need I not to read like I'm like in my last, that's right. And once we once we get that spirit enough to 
come on the broadcast and give it all we got. The Almighty got no choice but to kick in. So we're going to put on a tape for right now. But once those that get ready to read come on stage, then we'll flip back over and bring them in. But we'll, but we'll talk a couple more minutes. And maybe uh, those that can do some reading or come in the room on the special edition called Thursday evening. You know, the harvest is plenty. There's plenty of work to be done and getting this message out, you know. Plenty of, it's plenty to do. So, but you got to have the right feeling and you to do it. Can't drag your feet on this. So sometimes, you, because you are but you know, um, you drag your feet on him, you guess what? One day you might need him. And guess what he might say? Well, you know, I, I think I feel like dragging my feet on you. See that? Then you're in trouble. So, so now, we got to change the way we got We got to change our diet. Now, if you go on, um, Daniel talks about 10 days, you know, in Daniel chapter 1. 10 days, and you get an idea what's going on. Let me tell you something. If you go on a 90-day fast on eating chicken, uh, cow, and you live off for 90 days, and you eat what the Bible tells you to eat, eat green food for 90 days, drink a lot of spring water, and do some exercise. You got to exercise too now. When, we, when you sit in your chair, you got to exercise. If you can start off with five minutes, do something for five minutes. Move your arms out, get your arms up in there, kick your legs out. Do something for five minutes and build up to an hour a day in a chair. Build up to about an hour a day. If you can get an hour in in the run of a, the 24-hour span, that'll do a lot for your body, even in, you know, wheelchair or whatever, you know, sitting in chair. That'll help brain water. You know, spring water and green food. You know, green food. That's the key. Green food. It talks about that in Genesis chapter 1, 29 to 31. Green food is for your meat. Green food is for your medicine. Out of green food. Make sure the food you eat is green. Green food. Get rid from the Chinese food, the Japanese food, and the king's meat. If you can go 90 days without eating the king's meat for 90 days, you look at yourself and say, my, my, my. Again, if you learn how to precept your Bible, just read a verse in the Bible on the right side. Good. See, it says the precept of that verse. Guess what? Guess what? When you sit in your mind, what, what that means? Your brain starts exercising. Hmm. I wonder what that verse is. So that, now, you, now that brain starts working. And all of a sudden, when you start remembering scripture, if this said over here on the right side of Matthew, it's also been said on the left side of Malachi. You see? Now, guess what's working? Your brain. So when your parents got thoughts, you see them slowing down a little bit, guess what? Precept is thoughts, making them back up. You got it? So when you precept your Bible, that's how you get understanding. When you sit in a ministry, if they're just reading verses, you know, what's that supposed to mean? 
You you know, I read my Bible every day. Okay, good. But do you precept your Bible every day? Well, I don't know how to precept, but it's time for you to learn how to precept. You got to be taught. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12, 12 and 13, it tells you now, if you're going to be a teacher, you got to get this milk. The milk is the precept. You got to learn how to precept your Bible. Uh, Hebrews 5. Let me read that. Let me see now. I'll read that from you. See what it says in Hebrews chapter 5. Let me get you a book. Do I'm doing? I'm just starting around. And those that come into the room, when they do wake up and come in the room, we'll get to go live. I mean, we live now, but we'll go live. But I want to take care of showing you that what we get ready to do on December 25th. What we get ready to do, we'll see you the Bible support. Because every year, I know people have lost good relationships on holidays that's created by men. And he say, um, it's the main slick, Willie say. What you getting your baby for Christmas? Oh, well, I, I, I ain't getting nothing because uh, money counts in. And that old what about that old, that old man you got there? He ain't about to date nothing. Oh, he's so wrong. Get in his car and let's go get the baby son for Christmas. That's so smooth mouth. Jack called that like uh, Big Bob somebody. Big Bob. He he go buy the baby something. Just, no, you know that ain't right. That ain't right. He didn't get him nothing for Christmas. That ain't right. You right, he ain't right. You give him get our baby nothing for Christmas. Yeah. And all of a sudden. This time, nine months later, you got a baby looking like somebody else. Yeah. See, that's the manipulation in that because a lot of people take their money and they'll play on you with their money. And you say a gift can work your head if you ain't prepared to understand it's got good gifts and bad gifts. So you got to watch, according to the page of the book, how gifts come to you. Slick Willis, he'd be sitting out there, you know, especially like in the project days. To see who ain't getting them for Christmas. And they say, I, I can't care. Get the baby as big as me. I can get with my little man a few days and, and be with me. See that? Nine months later, got to not look like somebody else. That's why you got so many getting made baby mothers. See? On days that really have nothing to do with the Bible. That's why we come humble to, to bring up, and, and we don't mind. Any lessons in the Bible, we don't mind taking a look at it because there's no accident things brought up. Like a, about the birth of the Christmas coming up in, you know, what do you do the Bible support it? We're going to find out. Or then uh, how many times I pay tithes? We're going to find out. We're going to find out how do we keep our bodies in, in order and how to maintain the body. We're going to find out. We got three things on, on the topic to deal with. You know, you know, I don't want to put on a tape, but uh, I got to right now because those that come in the room have not came in the room. They came on stage. So if that's the case, and that's where the elders come in at. See, the elders are supposed to be ready to go in all the six counts because one thing about it, the steer is ready to go. You're always ready. Kind of ready according to First Israel 
chapter 8, verse 3, it says that Ezra was very red. And um, so I have to make sure I line up with, with the one that is in the book. Not, not I'm trying to measure myself, period. No. I got to make sure I'm on point. So you got to be on point with this right here because the blessing is when you're on point. When you're able to deal with any subject matter, come on table, according to as written in the Bible, that's when you're on point. Find around this thing. So that's what I'm saying. So we're going to deal with that and nothing we're going to deal with. We're going to deal with um, showing you some things that's in and why you got to not do the moon thing again to take it at some. And it, it, it's not we're going to deal with. We're going to deal with them coming out of Exodus. The children of Israel came out of Exodus. You know, it's written, it's written in the Bible that, that Yahweh told them, don't go the way where the Philistines at. Because if you see war, you end up in trouble. So go the other way. They went around. They went around back north, and they came back north down to Egypt, and they ended up at um at a river called N U W. Because you know, reading I'm not gonna try to pronounce it. Pronounce it because I have more calls on you. You you didn't pronounce the word right. So what? N-U-W-E-I-B-A beach. That beach right there is where millions of people could have hung out. And now what they had to do, when Pharaoh was coming down on them, they were trapped by that water. So that water, they, like they call it today, they call it the Red Sea or the Sea, sea or Reed. But it but wasn't that was not the name. It was called Yamsu Y Y A M S U M P. That was the name of the river was in the times of around the Egyptians. That's that's what it was in Hebrew. They called it Semitic. Yamsu. That's what it called there. But then it got the English. It got to be the Red Sea Sea or Reed. You know, so they were there. So the evidence, the evidence of them being there, that when you um, go scuba diving, deep sea diving, you will see still got parts of Pharaoh's armies with parts is still in that part, but that's that's down the road of people. And when they crossed over, they crossed over to land. But here's another thing in case of. So we can reconstruct that part too and time upon it. Reconstruct any part of the Bible because he don't gave it to this minister. And when they crossed over from one river to the next river, remember, back in the ancient times, every river, when you cross into the land, it always was the father's name. So that name, if they crossed over from Mizraim, they called Egypt, they crossed over to a land called what? They called it now Saudi Arabia. But it wasn't Saudi Arabia then because that's not, that's not a father's name. It was Midian. Midian. 
So that that was the name of of was Midian. And that same at the same place Moses went when Pharaoh found him and said, Okay, I'm looking for old Moses, kill him because he killed uh Mesemite, which they call Egyptian. He went to Midian. So when he got through that desert, the first part the first land he got to was Midian. Midian. And guess what? Midian is what you call today um, Saudi Arabia. Another thing you call it um, Mount Sinai. The mountains called Mount Sinai. That's another name for that. See, all these people, without they change a lot of names. So, but that is the mountain of the Almighty. That was the mountain. Then another thing we're going to teach you all. We're going to show you where else that is no doubt. The children of Israel, the color they were. Remember in the 32nd chapter of Exodus, uh, Aaron made a calf, right? And also in Leviticus, yeah, I saw in Leviticus when they was um, messing around with the Midianites. And Moses said, hang so many up and kill so many. And he told the same thing in Exodus before they got to Leviticus. He said, um, he said, um, told the Levites to put their sword and kill up the one that done that paganism that Aaron had to do. And Aaron said, you know, these people's always on this, they always on something. So, but guess what? Guess the point we make it. When your people was killed, they buried them uh, within, a, within a mile or so down. And you know what happened? Same thing about the Midianites. When the Midianites, uh, when they were messing up the Midianite women, and their mother was killed then, they buried them right there in, in the land of Midian. But see what happened? Them graves like to stay there. So without people that grow there and dug them, come of graves, but the people do not look like the ones over there in, um, in the land of Israel. That's why it's quiet about the the grave site when you repeat. When you read this Bible, you just can't just read this. This Bible is the greatest piece of literature it is, this Bible. The greatest piece of literature. It tells you the past, the, the present, and the future. It tells you all of it is in it. Now, when the bodies were buried, they don't want to dug up cover the bodies, but you know it kept it hush hush. You know why? Bodies don't look like the ones in power today. Some bodies look just like African American Negro in color. And at that time, before they come out of Egypt, and they all was the basic color of brownness, dark brown, all shades of brown. So when they did them bodies up, they said, "Wait a minute, we can't we can't get covered this discovery because these 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 got broad nose and woolly hair." Yeah. That's how children of Israel look anyway. All the tribes, even when they came to, 10 tribes came over in second after 13, it was already over here. All the tribes were dark skinned with woolly hair, you see? And if you ask anybody about your grandfather, grandfather, Especially up in there about the 10 tribes, they say, yeah, he was dark skinned with hair. Yeah, uh-huh. 
But after they started mixing, you know, it talks about in Hosea chapter 8, that Northern Kingdom will go into this mixed process with Christopher Columbus, Herman Cortez, and then when they start bringing folks over, they start raping and seeing them out. That's what happens. But no, it's not as nation they're going to bring out. You know, so, I mean, just buck up. Because that's ministry. You have to bring out the information and show you exactly what you need to know. And so now we're going to take care of all that, too. You know, after any like, and even even the route that was told. See, remember, Goshen didn't go that way. Goshen was 20 miles away from where it was from. They didn't go. No, they, they went around. They went back. They went back from south, back north, northwest. And they crossed the, the, the Sea of Reef, they call it. Because remember, that river ran about close to 7,000 miles. They went down the road a piece. They didn't want to go down to the Philistines way because they, like Yaqua said, he said, no, if they go that way, they, they, they see war, they might want to run back to Egypt, you know. They come around a long way. And they crossed over, and they crossed over the land of Midian. And that's, and that's called now, you know, a mountain called Mount Sinai. And now you got a, a mountain over there right now. And remember, and not only that, um, one of the seers, um, Elijah, got to get a desert man. He ran for 40 days, 40 nights, according to the 19th chapter. And he ended up with, in, at a mountain in Midian. See, Midian is Abraham's third wife. He had about six kids. Midian. Dark kid people, too. Okay? That's a lot of information in the Like I said, the harvest, the labor is true. So we're going to take care of a lot of things and we're going to show you about Christmas that's coming up. We're going to show you, you know, how you break that down to help those that want to be helped. It's time for us to wake up and come out of deep sleep on any of them days that's on the, the calendar. And then we'll know that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about. Um, We'll talk about something over here in, um, in Exodus, the first month. We're going to talk about it. We're going to let you hear what it says in St. John 19.20. It tell you that the Bible was written in three languages. Hebrew 19, verse 20, St. John. The Bible was written in three languages. Time of the Bible, beginning and close. Three languages. Called Hebrew, Greek, Latin. It wasn't no English. It wasn't no English to 449 AD to 1382 is made official. So this the Lord God and Jesus ain't gonna cut it. Because according to Matthew 19 and 20, it's no they don't have no no names called uh, Lord God Jesus Christ our Lord. Not in Hebrew, not in Greek, not in Latin. So all right, so now we got the young lion on finally came to the room. So now, so now we get something going on. So now, let me, let me uh, like I said, harvest is plenty, but the labor is true. But the young lion came to the room, and that's what it's all about. But like I said, again, he's old elder. He's old elder, got to step it up. Because one thing about it, 
young lions all respond to the counsel of the elder. And the elder got to step the game up and get out of it and get out of that uh with the end for the bigger picture through Yahweh. That that their job is get to them elders. The elder's job is to get to them young lions. And the young lions is to get to them classes, teach the fathers, fathers teach the mothers, and mothers teach the children. You see? That's how it goes. So now on three questions that's on the table, we will respond to all of them. Then we got one of the young lions on the table. And by and by a little while later, some more might come in the room and we get some more going on. So see us, the see always ready. I'm ready to go because I it's a big picture about this, like the WCC, Latter day Saints, and Roman Catholic Church out of New York, headed by Big Timothy Dolan uh, committee board. They ready to go. They ready to hear something. But we know uh, they ready to hear something to try to kick those seals into something, but it ain't going to happen because we're going to give you just the Yahweh. But if we can get that urgency out of the six and nine camps about Yahweh's business, it don't it come about our feelings because, uh, again, see, one thing about it, the word of Yahweh is going to draw you or it's going to drive you. But one thing I know, it's going to expose you. So you got a lot of them that have other means uh, why they participate, and then they go be exposed to this word. And then they're going to get off into their feelings because they're not going to accept what the Bible is saying, and that don't happen. That's why I told the young lion, don't make no move until you hit the two last lessons. So now you, now you understand that we see the word of Yahweh is going to draw it out. It's going it to pull it out. And 4 verse 12, the word of Yahweh, it'll cut you to either the thoughts in the marrow to to the bone. That's why you got to know how to go in the Bible, lose all the pop the gone contest, and deliver the knockout blow. You see? So um, you know, so one thing about it, a seal gonna let you know you let the elders know what they gotta do. All right, good. So now we're gonna bring that young line in and um, we'll get something going on. You know, probably um, some more with John later on in the broadcast. We'll get some more going on. But the three questions on the table, we're going to take care of them. That is what? What questions again about my parents having all timers? We took it already. All timers, because one thing about it, reading the Bible is one thing. Precept in the Bible is another. You want, you want your parents' brain to start stimulating good? Uh, show them that you got to precept the Bible. Okay, we'll read the verse later. Okay, good. So what we do, we uh, get some going on.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, we live, live, live. This is called Thursday evening, and we got these three memos on the table. We're going to examine all of them. We're going to bring a young lion in and get the table all care the broadcast, and then we'll get something going on and probably some more special elders will come on the broadcast and call that microphone because one thing about it, the blessing is when you take care of your wild business for you know nothing. And I look forward six nights a week to the opportunity I get because one thing about it, every time you come on the broadcast, the next day can be your ass. You be your ass. So you give it all you got. You got it? Good. But stimulation of the brain is precept in your body. Okay? That's it. All right, so you meet the young lion with a loud voice, you say, Brother Micaiah Israel, one of them up and coming teachers. Out of camp one. Yahweh be there, see right. And Yahweh bless you there, fear Israel. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, young lion. If you are on the way to get behind the, uh, the captain's seat, or you already there, you prepared to, uh, to the sea, talk a little bit more of what's going on with you there, young lion. Talk to old sea a little bit so we know. What kind of button to push right now? Come on. Well, all I can say to the series, chapter 104, verse number 21, and it reads, The young lions roar after their prey and seek their meat from Yahweh. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you what, oh, uh, let the national audience know exactly who all can broadcast that young line. And uh, we're going to get something going on. So one thing about it, we got questions on the table. And, and that's what we're about. We're about, we're about if it's a good question, we will take a look at a good question. You know, a good question on the table. How many times you pay tithes? That's a good question. Uh, my parents are getting older, and their brain has kind of fallen a little bit. Well, then we got the answer with that. And we got um, about the problems in our body. We got the answer with that. All of it is right. So everything we tell you is in right. You know, like we're taking care of the new moons and all that kind of stuff. All of it is right. We'll start taking a little, more, a little bit more on the, on the, on the moons and showing you that the moon, everything plays a part. But the strong in the moon, it's placed up there, and through the times was for the for the children of Israel to know one thing: that as long as the sun and the moon is up there, that means you got an opportunity to repent and come back to me. Now, if somebody disturbs the ordinance of the sun and the moon, then you got trouble on your hand. I mean, somebody greater than the father and the son. But as long as you look up there and see moon. As long as you see a stars and stars, understand one thing. All you got to do now is repent and get, and get some giddy up about yourself and just say, and then guess what? He'll put you back and restore you back as days of old, a 
according to Jeremiah chapter 30. He won't do his part, but he ain't going to do his part if you're not going to do your part. You got it. Good. So y'all learn, um, who all can the broadcast? Why? Why? Give me a good herbal tea and, and then you get it out the way. And, you know, then we can kind of get something going on on the special audition called Thursday evening. Come on there, young man. Talk, talk to the national audience. Come on. Hallelujah. Well, we know we live right now on the Blog Talk Radio Station. And as the elder will say, we come to you six nights out of the week to make sure you get your belly full of thus says Yahweh. So we want to let you know um, right now we are live on the Blog Talk Radio. And today it is Thursday. But we do start our Blog Talk Radio on the first day of the week, beginning at 6 o'clock p.m., which is Sunday when the sun goes down and we kick it right off at 6 o'clock p.m. And you will be able to hear until 9 o'clock p.m. And that's when class begins. But the Power Talk also will be up and rolling. Every time the Blog Talk radio station is in effect, the Power Talk will be up and rolling on the Blog Talk radio. So we ask you to tune in to us on Sunday, but we ask you to, Kick back up with us following Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. until 9 o'clock p.m. And there will be no class on Tuesdays, but we will have the blog talk, I mean the Pal talk, up and running as well. We ask you all to tune in to the Pal talk uh, radio station at 8 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday. The young Lions will be doing some rooms, so we'll be sitting back waiting for you all to come to the room so you can get your belly full of dust says Yahweh. And we do ask you all to download the Pal Talk for all those viewers who do not know what the Pal Talk is. Look it up, Pal Talk. And once you look it up, you download it through the app, and you can download it on your cell phone, your smart TV, your desktop, or your laptop at home. We ask you all to also, uh, once you download it, we ask you all to also look for us under the ethics group, you have to go to the part where it says ethics groups. Once you go through all, uh, once you go through putting your name in there and get all that part situated, you look for us on ethics group. And then you look for African-American inside of the ethics group. Then you scroll on down. You look for voices of the true Israelites. Once again, when you download the Power Talk, you go through all the procedures to get your name situated. And you finally find us in the Exodus group. African-Americans is where you go to next inside of the Exodus group. And then once you go there, you look for us. Scroll on down that page, and you're going to see us, Voices of the True Israelites. And you can catch us live on the Power Talk Radio. We'll be on standby waiting for the audience to come on in and get your belly full of dust says Joshua. And you can also um, type in some things and ask some questions. And who knows? might be the day that Yahweh says to Al, we meet you where yet? And answer that question according to what we can read in Romans uh, 15, verse number 4, and Acts 15, 15, you know? So we want to make sure you get this thing as it is written. Um, we also will resume class on the Blog Talk Radio at 6 o'clock p.m., and it ends at 9 o'clock p.m. And then we'll be back up and rolling on Thursday 
And today is that Thursday, and we are in class right now. The class has begun at 6 o'clock p.m. until 9 o'clock p.m. So we ask you all to tune in to us, as you are doing right now on these Thursdays evening, from 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Then we will have class at 7.30 on the top part of the Sabbath day on Friday. The top part of the Sabbath day, which is the blessed day of the week, we ask you all to tune in to the Blog Talk and the Power Talk radio station, and we will have our Facebook up and running. But before I talk about that Facebook, that YouTube page, that TikTok page that we have up and running, we want to finish giving you the procedures of the Blog Talk radio station of this Power Talk that we have going on uh, uh, at 7.30 on Friday. Until 10.30, the blog talk will be up and running, but the temple will be up and to, to, for all the members who want to come in and get a belly full of thus says Yaqua on that top part of the Sabbath day. We ask you all to tune in, join in, and be big ears and little mouth. And have your paper, pen, pad right there waiting on you and take down some notes. Every time the class is up and rolling. And then we will have the Blog Talk radio station back up and running on Saturday. Yes, the Blog Talk radio will begin at 2 o'clock, but the Power Talk will begin at 12 o'clock. So we ask you all to tune in to the Power Talk. I gave the information. You can go back and listen to the broadcast if you missed it. This is the beginning of the broadcast, and we will give you the information because it's recorded. But... Just so you can know, yes, our bottom part of the Sabbath day, the blessed day of the week, the blog talk radio is 2 o'clock. Keep that in mind. And then we will kick it off by letting you know, oh, before we go that farther, we want to let you know also that all feast day class will begin at 730 on all feast days. So for all those who don't recall and don't remember, it's class for the blog talk radio for the blog talk radio on the airwaves will begin at 7 30. got it all right so now we're going to bring in and let you know about what others uh well what else we're rolling at on this broadcast well we're broadcasting on our facebook page and you can download the facebook page on your cell phone your smart tv or you can download it on your desktop or laptop as well once you download that Facebook page, if you don't have it up and running, we ask you to tune in to our Facebook page at Sir Israel. Yes, we ask you to tune in to our Facebook page under the name of Sir Israel. And once you tune in, we ask you to listen to the Facebook page when we are live inside of the class or when we are uh, uh, down, anything that has been previously recorded that's on there. And we ask you to take down your notes once again, have your pen right there, you got that pad sitting there, write down them notes and have your questions sitting there on the side of what you heard, you know, because you got to hear something before you be able to ask a question. Unless you just got some of that Christian blood up inside of you or that good old Baptist inside of you or that old uh, Catholic uh, inside of you, too, and you want to ask some questions according to what you've been misled on your whole life, then we can go that route, too. Uh, type it in that little box they got down there that says comments on that Facebook page, and then we can get back with you, and we can see how we get the ball game rolling at Voice of the True Israel Life, Yaquaz Radio, and Yaquaz Ministry. We ask you all also to uh, tune in to our YouTube page. We do have a YouTube page up and rolling. We have 
have some things up there that you can listen to any uh, uh, some previous class that we was live in, the things we had edited and uh, 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 put some together for you. We can catch you some photos uh, 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 of your fathers, how they looked uh, in the time when they was going through some things. The friends is on there. That wonderful name, that blessed name, Y-H-W-H, got a blessed name of Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son. That them four letters, Y-H-W-H, you go see pop up in there, written in the genetic tongue. Um, you also go see a few other things in there, but you most definitely go get that lesson on our YouTube page because we come to bring the word to you all day in and day out. Um, we also want to let you know the name of our YouTube page. It is the O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, our YouTube page is V-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Now, if you'd like to listen to YouTube what, or, or Facebook, what about that TikTok that got us broadcasting on right now? Yeah, we went on and got it with that TikTok, and Yahweh say, hey, now it's time for Voice of the Church Red Life to be heard on that TikTok page. We put some up there as a trial run. We check, we checking it out and seeing uh, how that TikTok page up and running. So we ask you all to tune in to our TikTok page. And it's the same as our YouTube page, V-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-A. Once again, our TikTok page is V-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-A. Tune in to our TikTok page. Go and check it out and see what we got up there. Get you a little, uh, a little snippet and get you uh, something about, uh, uh, get you something that talk about that vow, making the vows with some Yahweh. Uh, so go and learn what that's all about with the leading of the uh, uh, class, you know, and the still riding shotgun, watching those elders, watching the class as a line like, it's, like our father, Jerry. So we ask you all to call in for questions and comments at our international phone line at 224-600-5579. We ask you all once again to call in to our international phone line at 224-600-5579. And once you call in for questions and comments, we ask you all to have your questions prepared. But don't call in during the broadcast because we will not pick up the phone for you at all. No, we will not because right now, you should be on the class, listening in and learning you and get you a belly full of that thus says Yahweh. should be eating it on up. It's going to be bitter and sweet in your mouth, but eat it on up anyway. So we want you to call in, but don't call in during the times of the broadcast or you will not get an answer if you just hear the ringtone and get the voice message. So I have nothing else to say about the broadcast. And we say over to you, Steer Israel of Seed Roy. Hallelujah.
you 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 just messing yourself up and everybody come in contact with you. It's a big job. Like I said earlier in the lesson, the harvest is plenty. But the labor is fruit. And so um we're gonna take a look at that. Um we're gonna take a look at that after we um take a look look at um Matthew chapter ten, nineteen that young line. What what do we say we can read in Matthew chapter ten, verse nineteen? Going over to the book of Matthew, chapter 10. We're going to pick it up at verse number 19. The book of Matthew, chapter 10. And we're going to pick it up at verse number 19. Matthew, chapter 10, verse 19 reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, for shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. I mean, and, and I believe it, and it goes a little up. Once you understand that this word right here is going against tradition, it's going against all the stuff that you've been taught, but you're taught based upon just reading the Bible and hearing somebody uh, read to you in Latin and explain to you in English, the Roman Catholic Church. So once you find out that everything you have been in your life is wrong, you know, that's to come out of the Catholic Church. They got everything wrong. They got the days wrong, the name wrong. They got everything wrong. But the only thing you're going to see that you're going to learn it through this ministry. So you're going to be delivered up. And, and some of your closest loved ones will be your greatest defeat. Your closest loved ones will say, what? Where did you get that from? Where did you get it? I, I got it out the Bible. That's why you got to learn this Bible. You say, well, take a deep breath. And this is where I got this from in here. I got that we use and break down words wrong. These words don't mean this. It means death when you do the precept. They might ask you, what that means, precept? See? They're going to be all over the place. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. What does it say there, young line? The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you are to say. And that's the reason why we never know what to put on. Like, we can't basically put a title on a lesson. Because we don't know what we're going to run into. <laughs> like the ranch, yeah, you know what about uh, parents. Or my parents got all cameras. And, and what can they do to stimulate their brain? Well, they got to they gotta, they gotta be, learn how to precept. They got to learn how to precept the Bible. Precept in your Bible, exercise your brain. You might be in a, a coma. You might be brain back, but you just start, not just reading your Bible. Everybody can read the Bible. But once you start precepting your Bible, knowing that whatever says and on the right side, it was pulled from the left side, and guess what happened? But you think about it, say it somewhere else, what you're doing. You're exercising your brain. See, and that's how you exercise your brain, by precepting the Bible. Okay? Matter of fact, um, young Ryan, what it says in um in the book of Psalms, a thousand BC one nineteen, verse one four ninety-nine one hundred and one hundred four. Psalm one nineteen verse one four ninety-nine one hundred and one hundred four. What it says we can read that young line. We're going to the book of Psalms. And we want to read 119, chapter 119. We're going to read verse number one. 
We're going to read verse number four, 99, and 104. The book of Psalms 119, verse one reads, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the YHWH Yahweh. Verse four, you have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Verse number 99. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for they, for your testimonies are my meditation, for your laws are my meditation. Verse 100. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep your precepts. Verse 104. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. So you get understanding through the precepts. So I don't care what kind of teacher you got before you. See, you can't go on his understanding about how it goes. No, no, no. You see, wait, wait, wait a minute, Mr. Um, Mr. Teacher, Mr. What do you call them? The pastors, the bishops, the shepherds, and all that. No, no, no. You know, we don't get understanding like that. We get understanding according to the precept. So, whoa, you got a precept in your life. Matter of fact, uh, you know, Nehemiah, you know, in Ezra, they, was, they came out better already. But something they said in 9, verse 14, they said something that we can read in in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 14. Hey, young lion, what, what did they say that we can read in 9, verse 14? The book of Nehemiah, chapter 9. I'm going to read verse number 14. The book of Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 14, read. And made known unto them your righteous Sabbath, and commanded them precepts, statutes, and laws by the hand of Moses, your servant. Mm-hmm. And, 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 when, and when you and when, when you command the precept, then what happens? What happens when you command the precept and you become a doer of the precept? What happens in verse twenty? Now, what can happen once the precept has been commanded? What could happen that we can read in verse number twenty? The book of Nehemiah, chapter nine, verse twenty. Verse twenty reads. You gave also your good spirit to instruct them and withheld not your manner from their mouth and gave them water for their thirst. And that water for their thirst is in Ephesians 5, 26. Look at what water they give for their thirst that you know, read. So you see, once you precept your Bible, so those that teach it want to precept the Bible, then they're going to ask for water. But then you got to precept the word water and find out what water did they give them because the Bible has a double meaning to it. And in second, I mean, it's right 15, verse 3, with the, with the precept to that, after we read what we're getting ready to read, see, remember, he asked for this water. And the angel gave him that water. And what was that water when you preach up your Bible in 526 of Ephesians? What's that water we talking about there, uh, young lion? 
The book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 26. Ephesians 5, 26 reads, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. See, you get clean up by the word. You get you get to understand about the dietary. You get to understand that you you got to detox your body. You got to go on a look. If you're going for the wind, I don't care what kind of problems you got in your body. You're going for the wind. Ninety days, stay away from the king's meat. Ninety days, leave the king's meat alone. The king's meat is hog hog meat. Uh, chicken meat and cow's meat. That's the king's meat. Leave the king's meat alone. You know. 90 days. Detox all that garbage out there about all the problems. Then your body uh, is contaminated through these three meals. Hog, chicken, and cow. Now, you can, now we're not going to do it in this lesson right here. You can precept, you can go on your phone and do your whole hard hard work and you find the chicken and the, the chicken and the cow was not made by the Almighty. That cross free stuff. See, this ain't man hand in it. It's not good. Matter of fact, you find all three of them if you go if you go get down and, and get busy, you find all three of them was put together by the hand of man. But that's when you do your homework. That's why I say this ministry is just not another ministry. We're here to help you. We're here to show you your way to go. See? We don't have to have the problem we got in our body. We don't even have to have our old times and our brain. Your brain will be sharp and everything if you precept your body. It's a commandment to precept your Bible. Now, you know, whenever you heard from, then you got to bring the seamers in. And see what they say about it. Let's see what the what the seer says in Isaiah twenty eight, verse eight through ten. See, remember, always bring a seer in. Let's see, do he deviate from anything in the Bible, or do he champion it and put a little bit more to work with? In the twenty eight chapter, verse eight down to verse ten, it's up to you. See, you can continue in ministries. And that's why they always got their the what, 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 their mouth dropping everything. You know why? Because they ain't been taught enough. They, they tell you what to believe. I can tell you what. Why do you tell me what to believe? Show me the Bible I'm supposed to believe. Huh? Show me in the Bible what I'm supposed to believe. Good. Then they tell you in the Bible what you're supposed to believe. But guess what? The Bible will tell you what you're supposed to believe. Hold that point. Hold You got up. You know what I'm Give me Acts 1515. Let me show you. What what supposed to believe? You don't know what to believe? Let's see what Acts 1515 tells you. You supposed to believe. I don't know. I'm all over the place. I don't know what to believe. Okay, good. You know what to believe. Okay, why don't you just write down Acts 1515? What the Bible tells you to believe. What it says, young line. The book of Acts, chapter 15, verse number 15. Verse 15 reads. And to disagree, the words of the seers as it is written. You see the man saying? You believe the seers as it is written. It's the first thing you do, you give the benefit to the Bible. You believe the seers as it is written. 
And guess what you got coming? Uh, Second Chronicles 2020. Let's see what you got coming if you believe the seer as is written. Remember, I believe the seer, but as it is written. If he's jaw-jacking all over the place, then I got to go on what he's jaw-jacking about. Look, if he show me in a verse, believe what he show you in the Bible. Watch this. And guess what you got coming if you do so? Second book of Chronicles 2020. What's that in your line? Second book of Chronicles, chapter 20, verse number 20 reads, And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. As they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Yada Judah, and you inhabitants of Yada Judah. Believe in the YHWH Yahweh, your YHWH Yahweh. So shall you be established. Believe his seers. So shall you prosper. Hey, the king's in but believe it's a mighty one. Believe it's a four other man. Then he say, believe in his fear. And then guess what you're going to happen for you? You're going to prosper. Well, I want to prosper. Then he tell you how to prosper. He tell you how to prosper. Obviously, that is temporarily. He tell you how to hold down your prosper. But suppose you don't do it. Let's see what he said out his own mouth. You don't do it that way. If you don't do it that way, Let's see what the Almighty Son says about if you don't follow these instructions. And Luke 24, 25. Let's see. Make sure you sit down when you hear this verse. Make sure you sit down. Make sure you're not look, because you might get the Charlie horse behind this verse in uh, Luke 24, 25. We're going to the book of Luke, chapter 24. We're going to pick it up at verse number 25. The book of Luke, chapter 24, we want verse 25, verse 25 read. Then he said unto them, O fool, and slow of mind, to believe all that the seers have spoken. This is the man that made the heaven and earth. He called you a, what word he called you in your line? Because I, I said, you know, what word, what word the Bible say he called you if you don't believe? All that the seer have spoken. What words they got there? Oh, fool. And this is Yahweh the Son, the one you ignorant call Lord God Jesus Christ. Okay? So he came up to believe. That's why That's why we come on this ball can become humble. We give it all we got because we know the great task that's before us, you know, so you can continue to pay the seals on never mind. That's up to you. You you know, because um, that's how we rarely go six nights a week. Because we understand the, the importance of this thing. Our people in bad shape, the two tribes of Israel. And the northern kingdom don't even know who they are, period. They think they Christians and Roman Catholic born and Roman Catholic gone. But we got a great job. To do. So Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon got to wake up. Because the northern kingdom is not gonna get right until we get until we get right. So they don't even know they don't even know who they are. They can say Puerto Ricans, Mexicans and and uh Peruvians or something. See? All these are the labels that they put on you. 
species of angles. The peacock Indians, the one that they call the peacock Indians that came when Christopher Columbus all them came over here on their Thanksgiving. No, that was get at it. That was get at it. And the name that's been given to you. That's why you, when you look for names, you like when you look for uh, Mount Sinai. It tells you what Mount Sinai is at in the Bible. You want to know the mountain of Yahweh where is that? The mountain he came on in and, and burnt the day where is that? It's in the Bible, Mount Sinai, what Mount Sinai was at. And and, and it was one time ago, all that land belonged to the children of Israel, but he gave all that land. But you lost all that land, now Saudi Arabia got the land. Now where they come? Now what they doing with the land? Saudi Arabia. What, who the father of Saudi Arabia? You know all that, they got all that oil up on there, Saudi Arabia. Ain't nobody named no Saudi Arabia. That, that's Midian. Yeah, that's Midian. You got no all this information. That's why you got a lot of work to do. And we need all the help we can get. So if you support this and support this, but this message got to be told and then enlightened by the 12 tribes of Israel to wake up. And y'all go out here to be. You got to know who you are. Deal with the, the Gadites. And you go look at the ancient map, all the land that in the northern part, Gadites had a, had a whole big gallon of, of land, all the way over there in Canada somewhere. See? That was Gadites. They weren't called no Indians. Indians only mean slave and runaway slave. That's a that's a gloomy word for the Gadites. You know, such thing, no Indians. Who the Indian father? What they father that? Well, you know. I'm a Cherokee. What is that supposed to mean? All these are pagan names that were given to you. You get it. That's what you are, get it. But like I said, again, that's another lesson too. So now, um, you know, I see again. Let's see if get in there in second Ezra. And see what he said in 16. So you see what Yahweh song said? You don't do right. He gave you what you owe if you don't pay it. You don't pay a seal on never mind, and that's up to you. See, we just gonna come. We will pass. We will pass to help you out. And matter of fact, you, you wanna know how red it those seals? Let me give you a precept. See how how red it is. Let's go to second. Let's go to the regular book of Ezra, six verse six. Let me tell you how how red it those seals. Let's go to EZRA in the regular book first. That young line. Then we gonna precept that in the and the red book that was removed, the 14 books that were moved out from you in 1885. But we're going to go to the regular book of EZRA 6 verse 6. What is it saying, 6 verse 6? Y'all learn? WCC, where are these microphones? What's wrong with Young Lion's microphone at WCC? See, we have a problem with his microphone. We gotta work his microphone back up. Now look at that. Now I'll just get ready to go on a good, uh, a good run. But now that's why I said we got to put our own radio station, land to grow food in, and we gotta get our greenhouses to grow our food in. We gotta get trucks to go and meet those in. Tropical area at the borderline and load up and bring it back properly. We can't. We gotta put the king's meat down. 
The kings mean what cause not wrong. Kings mean and kings understanding what cause not wrong. Okay, for example, if you don't know if you don't know who you are, if you think you if you think that's a nationality of being Puerto Rican, Mexican, and Peruvian, and don't know the definition of that, that means you've been taught wrong. Ain't no such thing no Puerto Rican, Mexican, or Peruvian. All in this is pagan name that was given to them after conflict. Call your pagan name. You got to find yourself from Exodus chapter 1. You got to be one of them peoples over there. Exodus chapter 1 will give you the breakdown of the birth certificate of the 12 tribes of Israel. So you got to look at you got to look at your birth certificate. Your birth certificate in Exodus chapter 1 one down to verse seven. That is your birth certificate. So you got to be one of them. You're not no Puerto Rican, Mexican, or Peruvian. All of this pagan name that were put on you. So, so, but we'll show you who you are, but you got to get to one of six locations. You know, come in, ready to learn something, help you out. Call the details, 224 Seven nine within seventy miles in the six locations from South Carolina to Maryland to Detroit to Kankakee to Springfield or Chicago. If you within six seventy miles, get in where you fit in. Have big ears, little mouth. Come prepared to learn, but you're gonna learn. Because all the camps teach the same way. Okay? CC said we have a problem with the young line microphone. So the young line, when your microphone get right, say hallelujah. Well, so I'll just give it a stretch out, but now I got to wait until WCC straighten up the young line's microphone. Okay? I'll just give it a stretch out a little bit. But now I, I can't. That's all we need our own radio station. This message is very important. It's time to get in where you're feeding in it. And do your part as some dust said Yahweh. So somebody working on your live microphone, none of the other camps have came into the room. They have a system tonight. Special edition called Thursday evening, so what we gotta do is find something to say. Something to say, so we just get ready to stretch out. See that? We'll get ready to read what was written in EZRA out of the regular book, chapter 6 6. And we're going to precept that to, to another verse to show what kind of ready. Then we'll get ready to do some, do, do, take care of some business. But now we got a delay. We got a delay. So get the young lion's microphone, get ready, because we got a delay. I'm always put on. Ezra, chapter 6, 
We're going to read verse number six. The book of Ezra, E-Z-R-A, chapter six. We're going to verse number six. Book of Ezra, chapter six, verse six reads. Now, therefore, Canaan, governor beyond the river, Shethar, Bosna, and your companion, the Arphaskites, which are beyond the river, be ye far from there. Mm-hmm. That's all you got out of it. I'm gonna not, I'll give a bit more out of it, y'all. Let me um, all right. take a look at EZRA out of that regular book. I need to get a little bit more out of that there, y'all. Let's see if I find that rapper ever said something. I need a little bit more out of that. Um, oh, see, I need a little bit more. Let me get a book and peep at that. EZRA. Let me see if I find it. Uh, six verse six. I got to get me a little bit more out of that. You know what? Let me see. I fumbled. I fumbled the ball on that one. No, oh, okay. it's six verse six. No, that's six verse six. No, that is okay, six let's, verse six. Let's, let's repeat. Um, Nehemiah chapter six, verse six. Let's make it um seven verse six. Thank you, that young man. Make it seven verse six. Make that chapter seven verse six. All right. We're going over to the book of E Z R A Ezra the Seer, chapter seven, verse number six. Verse 6 reads, from Babylon, and he was a ready scribe in the law of Moses, which the Yahweh of Israel had given, and the king granted him all his requests according to the hand of Yahweh, his Yahweh, upon him. You see that? See, he all made it. He all made it. Remember, he controlled the big chicken territory. You know, he had to dig digging territory to um, let Ezra go because he was uh, ready. He was ready, but then y'all walked down the king's head and told the king, look here, let my man go because he's been sick over there in the southern kingdom. So he, he, he came ready. Now we're going to preach that and see how much ready was he in the first book of Ezra, the red book. Let's see about how much ready was he. See the hand of y'all was on it. That's the thing you're trying to tell you about this ministry. This ministry, the hand of Yahweh on this ministry. We know the WCC, the Latter Day Saints, and the Roman Catholic Church out of New York. We know that they, 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 you know, ain't right. We know that. But Yahweh have a way to get his message across, you know, out the way packed on the international side of 9,000 strong. So we already know that's going to fascinate us. I think it's to wake you up to our child of Israel. Once you woke up, Yahweh is going to be. But you got to you got you you you, you got to do some things that we get ready to read. What you got to do? You got to do some things um, after we read how ready was um, Ezra when he went up to the southern kingdom. He was let out by the king. King, look at how long you be gone. He said, I'm gonna be gone long enough to take care of some business. He was, he was a cup barrier. He was over there in captivity in Babylon. 
And uh, he, he rose to be a great man. Matter of fact, he was sitting at the right hand of the man. Because he, he, he hmm. interpreted the dream and told you that, you know, some good stuff. That's another First Ezra 8, verse 3 says what? Book of 1 Ezra, chapter 8, verse 3. Verse 3 reads, This Ezra went up from Babylon as a scribe, being very ready in the law of Moses that was given by the Yahweh of Israel. You see that? What, what, kind of, what kind of ready you got to be that young line? Very ready. You gotta be very ready. And we know when you're very ready. You don't be stumbling, bumming around. We know when you're very ready. We know, we know. Oh, shit. We know when you're very ready. You won't be stumbling around. You take a deep breath. That little herb tea, they'll bump the gums all they want. Like even when you close the little one, they'll bump the gum all they want. Then put a verse on them. Yeah, shut them down at a time. Put a verse on them. You gotta be very ready. Well, how how do you get very ready? That's a good point there, Latter Day Saints. How do you get very ready? Okay, let's uh go to Mark chapter nine, yeah, young man. Think of verse twenty-three. That's not how how do you get very ready? It's something you gotta do to get very ready. Let's try it out. We're going to Mark chapter nine, verse twenty-three down to verse twenty-nine. Let's see how you get very ready. Mark chapter nine, twenty-three down to verse twenty-nine. Listen, a lot of days saints out of Utah. Listen good how you get very red. Mark 9, 23, 29. Y'all lying, come on. The book of Mark, chapter 9, picking up at verse 23 down to verse 29. The book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23 reads, Yahweh the Son said unto him, Believe, all things are possible to him that believe. 24. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Yahweh, I believe, help you my unbelief. Verse 25, when Yahweh the son saw that the people came running together, he rebuked, corrected the foul spirit, saying unto him, you dumb and deaf spirit, charge you, come out of him. And enter no more into him. Verse 26. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead. And so much that my, that many said he is dead. Verse 27. But Yahweh the son took him by the hand and lift him up and he arose. Verse 28. And when he was come into the temple, why could not we cast him out? Verse 29. And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Hey, that's up. Hey, that's up. You know, he paid for the fixing on the council a lot of times, too. You know, and fast and praying, you know. I so hope they, they understand this is serious business on the table here. This is some big stuff here. And this man has been chosen. And, you know, it's an honor to be chosen to take care of this man's business. 
That's why we need to end away and go because we we know the hand of Yahweh and his ministry. And a must be fixing on the camp understand this thing. But when you got unbelief, you gotta understand something. That is the foul spirit in you. If you don't believe this, and somebody and you tell somebody this for him and they don't believe this, then you gotta read verse twenty five and twenty six to him. What you do for him? This is this is what he got read in verse twenty five twenty six of Mark nine, verse twenty five and twenty six. Hey, bring it on home there, young lion. Come up. The book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 25 and verse 26. 25 reads, When Yahweh the son saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, You dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you, come out of him, no more into him. Verse 26. And his spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, and so much that many said, he is dead. Yeah. So, you know, that's a, understand something. It's not the point that you've been raised to not understand your thing, but understand that's the spirit in there fighting against you to keep trying to lower God in Jesus, eating that hog, eating that, uh, um, and lobster and frog legs. That's that dumb spirit in you is telling you, go on, reward yourself with a nice center cut steak, have raw. You see? That's, that's that spirit to be making you do that kind of stuff when you when you when you uh pay the seal no never mind. So now you know now you know what what's fighting against you. That's that spirit fighting against you when you show your loved one. Uh, we're doing the wrong day. No, his name ain't no Lord God Jesus Christ. That's English. It wasn't no English. They ain't so I think about English in 449. It became official language in 1382. What? Really? But then that spirit of a fight against them so hard and the fight against you, and, they, and they'll try to convince you that, no, put that by the way, that's wrong. No, but you're right. But see, now you understand something. See, once you understand this Bible is the greatest piece of literature it is, and when you show what this Bible is saying, when you got that unbelief, and you don't see that the blessed day is number seven, and on the sixth day you will pass two days for the next for next day, you're not doing no more. But that foul spirit in you will tell you, this, there's right there. Mark chapter 9, 25 and 26. So you both get, get excited when you hear the truth. And when you turn it back to your own world, you look at your own side of your head. What? What? <laughs> really? It's amazing. Hallelujah. But I understand in writing what really is holding them back from really getting into this understanding. Is it there? Mark chapter 9, 25 and 26. That's why they still see Sunday. That's why they still see Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, New Year. You know why they see that? Here's an end. Mark chapter 9, 25 and 26. And guess what? See, you got to recognize that period. I get a precept on that. It's going to get a precept, 16 chapters. See, first uh, Sunday. Now, you got a precept on it. See, you got to recognize when you, see, you don't just sit back and go back and forth with your little one back and forth. 
you got to recognize the Bible if they know they got a stiff demon inside of them that is fighting against them. Don't them get that sick demon out. It's the word of Yahweh. Hold on, man. But you have to recognize that from the page of the book. I'm going to give you a case of one. We're going to 1 Samuel 16. We're going to get a case of one. See, you got to recognize this thing. Stop, stop trying to win the bump of God because yes, leave that alone. Let them have it. They cook up some air. Tell them, well, read this. I'll have you a, 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 somebody just in cold blood just to read the Bible. And you say, okay, go, go over here and read this. He just say, King chapter there, young man. It makes a final statement that, that in verse 13, listen to what it says in verse 13. So you got to understand these things. That's why it's very important. To lock into the word of Yahweh. This is how you help your loved ones. You start with yourself first. This is how you help your loved ones. They complain about it. They mind ain't right. They mind is getting a little slow. And uh, they're always busy and doc cook. Because they got to battle with the king's meat for 90 days. Got to be taught. Got to leave the king's meat alone for 90 days. Got to leave it alone. 10 days is your trial, according to Daniel chapter 1. You do a 10 day wrong. Yeah, if you do a 10-day run, you say, God, dog, I'm going to go for the win. I'm going for the deal. 90 days. Don't eat no catfish, shrimp, lobster, frog legs, Chinese food, no uh, chicken, I no cow, and no hog. 90 days. You'd be surprised with all the toxins come out of your body. Your brain starts functioning. You start precepting the Bible. You start reading the Bible on the right side and say, oh, that was pulled from over here. Guess what you're doing? You're exercising your brain. Then your, your hands now start thinking quicker and everything. Your little ones, they're getting sharper. You know why? You're exercising the brain. Not just reading the Bible, precepting the Bible. You don't get no understanding that you precept the Bible. Matter of fact, over that point. Did you hear what the singer said in the 20, um, 28th chapter, verse uh, 8 through 10? Look what the Pharaoh said in Isaiah. Look what, what word he put there. 28 chapter, put them off of that, 8 down to verse 10. What did the Pharaoh say, y'all? We're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 28, verse 8 down to verse number 10. Verse 8 reads, For all tables are full of vomit and filthiness, so that there is no place clean. Verse number 9. Whom shall he teach now? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Verse number said, 11. I mean, that's 10. Uh, yeah, that's verse it. 10. That's it. That's 10. He said, you must preach up your Bible. See, well, I'm not preaching my Bible then. You got to read what you got to do. Hebrews chapter 5, 12 13. Do what you got to do. You got to read. Oh, I don't know how to preach. All I've been know I do is read my Bible and, and, and beat on my tambourine and sing a song and play the organ. Okay, good. That's all you know how to do, huh? Here's quote. What the Greek say, huh? Okay. Okay, but you got to have to You got to get everything written in the Bible. Do what you do. Hebrews chapter 5, 12 and 13. What's that, young man? We're going to the book of Hebrews. 
The book of the Israelites, chapter 5, verse 12, down to verse number 13. The book of the Israelites, chapter 5, verse 12, down to verse 13, verse 12 reads. For when, for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principle of the oracles of the word of YHWH Yahweh, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Verse 14. You want verse 14? Yeah, go ahead. 14. But strong meat belonging to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been taught wrong, but you got to, you know, you got you to gotta be like the, the father said. Tell me why I don't believe. I've been talking on you. got to first come clean. I've been talking on I've been taught. See, here's the point. Why you got to give me a first? You first got to know who you are. If you say that you African-American Negro, mm. color, if you say you are Puerto Rican, Mexican, or Peru, then you got to be taught to me. That's not true. Hallelujah. Your first chapter one. Your birth certificate is right there in Exodus chapter 1, 1 through 7. That's where your birth certificate So those that, that say African-American, Negro, and color, and Christian, say I'm a Puerto Rican, Mexican, or Peruvian, then you got, you got to be taught over. That's not true. These labels didn't put on you. Even you said you're Jamaican. That didn't put on you. All they say is they didn't put on you. As long as you believe that you need things, you'll never see the benefit of this word. And Yahweh made a plan, but he made a plan. He made a plan um, in Jeremiah 44, verse 4. He made a plan. He said something and started in 44, verse 4 of Jeremiah. Jeremiah tried to rub in this thing. He said, no, Jeremiah, you've been chosen the womb ticket this business. That's why I ain't trying to rub in this thing. I, I already know. You see? See, that's why, first of all, you put you in a, a solitary position. He'll knock by you big time. Then he'll beat you all the way back up. Because, you know, the world says that you've all been under. But Yahweh said, no, no, no. No, I'll. I'm going to knock you all the way down to a zero. Now, I'm going to build you back up to a 10. Is it? This is the hand of your quad going. He'll knock you down. Yeah, you, well, you, you've been bad case, but he got the power whenever you're ready. Even Adam tried to die, jump off the, the cliff and fall all out and bust his head five, six times, lay that dead out of court. Yeah, well, that don't mean you can't, you can't die if I don't want you to die. Wake him back up. Then he's going to talk. Why are you putting me in that position? Because of your unbelief. That's why you're in that position. I'm saying one thing. Yahweh be the one knocks you down. But Yahweh be the one builds you back up. Don't, don't let Doc Cook tell you nothing 
Because Yahweh got the power, once you believe, to put you right back where you need to be at. Start in your brain. Get your brain back right. You got all that power. Huh? I don't care about modern medicine, what they say. Yahweh controls the universe. He'll let you die and get you back up. Seen on in the, while you land on operation tape, then turn it back on. You see, he got all this power. And you and you see your pen on never mind. And he give all this information to his spirit. The pass on to you. As long as you got breath in your body, you got to repent. If you don't know who you are today, if you think you African American, Negro, and colored, Puerto Rican, Mexican, and Peruvian, you got to repent and be taught all over who you really are. What are you going to read, young man? All right. We're going to Jeremiah, four. verse number four. Verse four mm-hmm. reads. Habib, I sent unto you all my servants, the seers, rising early and sending them, saying, oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. You see that? So he, 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 and right now he got a fear in your midst right now. I know you're not paying on never mind. Can you get away from all this abominable thing that he hates? He hates that you continue to thank you African-American, Negro, and Puerto Rican, Mexican, Cuban, and uh, Jamaican. That's a vulnerable thing. That ain't who you are. Your birth certificate right there in Exodus chapter 1, 1 down to verse 7. There go your birth certificate right there. Because he making a claim in 35 of Isaiah. He making a claim. I mean, listen. He making a claim in Isaiah 35 something. You know what I'm What it says in 35 now, you can see the way you want to take it. In Isaiah 35, you know line, he says something that in verse number, hmm, let's read verse number 8 and 9. This is what he says in, to Isaiah in 700 B.C. in the 35th chapter of Isaiah, verse 8 and verse 9. This is what he says. What do he say? The book of Isaiah, you see it, chapter 35, verse 8 and verse number 9. Verse 8 reads, And an highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of righteousness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those. The wayfaring men, those shall not err therein. Verse 9, no lion shall be there, nor any raven's beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. You see a man said? And look what is going to happen in verse number 7. Look, look, look what he said. I see right now, from all the way from, all they call Saudi Arabia, which is Mount Sinai and all that stuff, where, you know, the mountain of Horeb, that's the capital that really name this from the Bible. You know, with the burnt the burnt top tool where Yahweh came and put that big black feet at it and stood on that thing. And and you know, and uh Saudi Raider got it fenced all off with you. See, see we can go in the Bible, we ain't gotta go over there and keep that nothing. We keep it in the Bible. 
See, everything we know is in this Bible. All we know is in this Bible. We need we, we can show you what this Bible is saying, who can do what, how they're going to do it, when they're going to do it, by him giving us the information how to break down this fight. We ain't got to take no trip over there to Midian, um, which is called Saudi Arabia now, and, and, and get uh, handcuffed because you try to see a mountain got a burnt spot on top of it. That's why I told you, you came down and, 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 do, and put that big black foot on that mountain. That mountain was over there in Midian. Yeah, so that's where they came. That's where they went to, Midian. And, and you talk about the, um, the 12 uh, fountains and 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 uh, 70 palm trees, all that's in Midian. This Bible, this Bible is on the money. You go right now over there in Midian now called Saudi Arabia, and you find it, the 12 of uh, what it, look, look, look what it, he built 12 pillars. What is all that damn out? Hold that one. Give me, give me Exodus 24, verse 4. Let me show you something. See, this Bible is the greatest piece of literature it is. I ain't got to watch that one I say. What do I watch that for? All the information in this Bible. Look what he said over in uh, 24, chapter, verse 4 of the book of Exodus. We're going over to the book of Exodus. We're going to chapter 24, and we're going to read verse number 4. The book of Exodus, chapter 24, verse 4 reads, And Moses wrote all the words of the wise W.H. Yahweh, and rose up early in the morning, and built an altar under the hill, and twelve pillars, according to the twelve tribes of Israel. You can go right now over there in Saudi Arabia, and them twelve pillars is right there. But you call Saudi Arabia now Midian, Midian land? Them 12 pillars is right there right now. Do you know that? See, what he, what he, see everybody just reading this Bible. But we know this Bible is saying. Moses was member. When Moses broke out running, he went to Midian. So that was, so that, that was the first land he went to. That's, well, that's the next stop. Mm-hmm. What's to come about Egypt? Mm-hmm. That's where Moses was at. So the mountain, the mountain of Mount Horeb, and you found around this word, that, that's now called Mount Sinai. So where's Mount Sinai at? See, you know, uh, Paul even told you where it was at. He told you where it was at. See, the Bible tells you everything. You ain't got to watch that one I say. Everything you want to know is in this book. You gotta, but you got to have the right spirit not to break it down. You got to be taught again. See, Paul talks about that, you know, I explain exactly where, matter of fact, let me, uh, let me hear what, let me, let me show you, let me show you what, um, what, um, see, it's not lesson go, but we still going to, I'm still going to touch on a little bit of uh, Christmas in a, in a little bit and see about that. I'm going to touch on it in a minute. I'm going to get around it, but I want to get around it. Whatever you hope. Now, what you holding something from me online? Oh, uh, hallelujah! Wow. What you holding? Yeah, we got. I think we. Well, well, we read well, that. Yeah, well, I'm hurting Samuel. I'm hurting Samuel. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, give me that and show you how we gotta step our level up. See, we gotta recognize. See, stop trying to win the argument and the bump of God contest. You gotta recognize when you show somebody this Bible, 
and they go through all of them schizophrenic and they get all, you know, they go out into this cancer time to recognize the Bible say that's on them. See, right? Go to the Bible and believe the Bible. And um, 1 Samuel 16, there you go, man. Let's, let's, let's yeah. see. We, we kind of, now we kind of reason with them. What you reading with anybody for? Your loved ones, you reason with them. Why don't you see this? No, don't try to make them see nothing. I understand what's really holding them back. Let's see what's holding them back. Let's read um, 16, chapter, verse 13. 13. 14. And 14. Oh, yeah, let's, right. let's see what That's why you got to be able to take a deep breath, hold your breath, let the Bible understand this thing. Don't try to win the about the gun contest. Look what's written, verse 7, 16, verse 13 and 14. Watch it. Let's say, y'all, huh? Going to the book of First Samuel, chapter 16 and verse number 14. The book of First Samuel. Chapter 16, verse 13 reads, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the wise Darius Yahweh came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel the still rose up and went to Ramah. Verse 14, But the spirit of the wise Darius Yahweh departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Yahweh troubled him. Next verse. Verse 15. And Samuel's servant said unto him, Behold, now an evil spirit from Yahweh troubles you. Did verse they, 16. Did he recognize mm-hmm. that thing? Do you have an evil spirit troubling your mama? Uh, ain't willing to Uncle uh, Leroy or uh, Carrie, somebody. See, that's, that's, me. that's a big step demons on him. They don't see this thing right here. You read the Bible and they and they get locked on. I ain't hearing that. You gotta recognize what three hold them back. That's them stiff demons. That's them stiff demons. That's them stiff old demons. But they but these servants recognize that they, that they captain the king Saul had an evil spirit covenant. Yahweh will release them evil spirits and they give you and when you saw him when you try to show them the Bible, you try to show them a couple of things, they, they go into a tension tantrum. I don't want to hear that. Where are you getting that from? Um, here's the in the Bible. That, that's reasonable. I don't want to read. See that? Well, you want to dissolve it there, right? See, you got to recognize the spirit is on them. Huh? See, once you recognize that spirit is on them, then, you know? But see, we can reconstruct the Bible on, on the drop of a hat. On everything, because he don't get a choice to do that. Because he, even on the right side of the Bible, look, Galatians uh, 4.25, right side of the Bible. Look, look, look what Paul said that was raised from the moon in Galatians 1.15 and 16. Look, look what he said. Look at, look at um, 4.25. So, Galatians. We're going to the book of, we're going to the book of Galatians. We're going to read chapter 4. We're going to pick it up at verse number 25. We're going to the book of Galatians in the back of the book. Chapter 4, verse 25. The book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 25, read. For this Agar is Mount Sinai, 
in Arabia and answered to Yadda Judah, which now is, and is in bondage with her children. So Mount Sinai is where? Where is Mount Sinai at? In Arabia. You see that? In Saudi Arabia. Upon the Arab, upon the Ottoman land. So that's, so that was Mount Sinai. But is that the name that the people of the Bible knew of? Is that the name? Let's find out. It's for the first King chapter 19. Eight nine. See what happens? They put they change the names on you. See, really? But you want to go spend a lot of money, run all over the place. You go and run over to the land called um, Israel and and pay five thousand dollars for a trip. You put your little bid in at the wall that wasn't even there. That is not even the land where the temple was at. That stuff been built up by. The Romans. That it wasn't no wall there. My back of temple wasn't nowhere near. You know that argument the Arabs about y'all got something going on. That was a that thirty six acres of granite rock was a horse stable place for Solomon and David to put their horses in. Because they, they messed up on the place. That thirty six acres of great of granite rock. No, temple wasn't even there nowhere. The temple is is down by the Gion Spring. Now the temple was there. They been plowed over, you can't tell. Oh, Jefferson, meant that you you put money, your, your pastor got you, and I'm taking you to Jerusalem, through his name for Judah, and got you praying to a wall, bumping your head against the wall. It wasn't a wall there. That was even there. See, there's so much to teach on. That wasn't even there. But let's find out exactly First Kings chapter 19, verse 8 and 9. What does it say there, Yolanda? Book of First Kings chapter 19, verse 8. And verse number nine. The book of First Kings, chapter nineteen, verse eight and nine, verse eight reads. And he arose and did eat and drink, and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto Horat, the mount of Yahweh. Verse nine. And he came there unto a cave and logged there. And behold, the word of Yahweh came to him, and he said unto him, What do you, what doest you here, Elijah the Sith? You see that? He came to a cave uh, uh, in Horeb. Hallelujah. Now what? now called Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai is for Horeb. That's, that's the name of it there. That's the mountain of Yahweh. You know what they got a name now? They got a name called now um, Mount Saudi Arabia got it over there. Got you looking all over. J-A, I ain't going to pronounce it because I get more called on pronouncing words. You didn't pronounce it right. So what? Spell it out. You put it in your computer. L. I mean, A-L-L-A-W-Z. That was the Saudi Arabians called it. The Arabs called it place. And you already looking for Mount Sinai and don't know where it's at. It's right over in the land of the Medes. Remember, the seal, he, he broke out running before the age to get there, before the night, he got into a cave. He said a cave he got to was right there with a 
and Horeb, the mountain of Yahweh. So that's remember, it was a mountain that Yahweh came down on and told Moses to come up. The same mountain that he came up on is the same thing he came down and seen Aaron in the 32nd chapter, and they were over there making a golden calf. And Moses told the Levites to kill up a whole bunch of them. So the same place you go on and look for death in because the mountain, when you put out a little bubble, you're going to see massive grave sites. Because that's the bad of people, that same day. But what happened when they go over there, the Saudi Arabians and looked in, in them graves and found them people's black skin with wool of hell. That's why they ain't talking about it. But we tell you what's going on. See, the one that Moses told Aaron is just through them, the place that he got down there and busted wide open. And then told the Levites to get the sword and, and, and cut them out the head. And to bury them people. So the place you got the um um a burial site so much, people there, and guess where that man of Midian, you call Mount Sinai, that the that the Arabs got it fenced all around where you can't get up in there because they don't want you, you know, and they and guess what? Behind this here, they probably might start putting a field up there behind it. You don't know. Can we gonna expose everything if you got here to here? Can we know we ain't gotta watch what I say no time? All we gotta do is read the Bible. We know exactly which the route they're taking. We know how you twist up words and everything. He has blessed us with this, but he had to first knock you down all the way down to zero, then say, I'm gonna build you up from there. So, what do you do? All the way the top, you knock you down to zero. Take everything from you, beat you up real good, leave you up a dead. Now, see, now you ready to listen to me? Because you, you left a dead now. Huh? You hear with me now? Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to build you back up. Now go take care of my baby. And that's what we're doing now. That's why we enjoy taking this man's business. He'll knock you down to zero. Then he'll build you up. Because he got a verse written in uh, 4.3, verse 5 in the book of Isaiah. He told Isaiah to feel something. What do you say when you read 4.3, verse 5 of your line of Isaiah? All right, we're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, and we're going to pick it up at verse number 5. The book of Isaiah, we want chapter 43, and we're going to read verse number 5. The book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 5 reads, Fear not, I will bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. Mm-hmm. Now, you're right. Are you looking at um four three? Read it carefully in Isaiah. Let me let me peek at something. I mean that that was that was good, but yeah, it, it is gonna bring your seed from the. I like that verse out now. That's pretty good. That's, that's, he's gonna bring from the east to west. That's all place you're gonna be at. If you're not if you're not in east or west to the Israel, he ain't gonna deliver you. Let, let somebody have you on and. South and and north, if you want to be, then you'll be in trouble. He'll deliver you from east to west. That's the land of Israel, east to west. And Isaiah 43, verse 5, look at it, you have kept it, you know, Isaiah 43, verse 5 says what? All right, the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 5 reads, Fear not, for I am with you. 
I will bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now look at it. Look at it real carefully, y'all. Look at Isaiah. 43, that's good. Maybe I'm looking for it at 53 now. I thought I said 53, but if you got 43, that's good. So 43, and I'm going to bring you from. So I mean, listen, the children of Israel, you both be in two places. East and west. That's it. You both be now in the west because you'll come back to the east. But you learn out, learn who you are. But he'll tell you, ain't no fools getting there. So if you don't know, if you think you African-American, Negro, and color, and Jamaican, and Puerto Rican, Mexican, and um, Puerto Rican, you ain't getting there. You ain't getting there until you recognize your birth certificate in Exodus chapter 1. And you ain't not going to get there until you understand what's written in Numbers chapter 1, telling you that um, you got to call it by your pedigree of your father. So whatever your father is, that's what you is. If you don't understand that, you ain't getting where you got to get to. That's why it's so important to tune into this six, this, this six nights a week broadcast tomorrow back on the 730. You ain't not getting where you want to get to. If you identify with being an African-American, Negro, color, Puerto Rican, Mexican, Peruvian, and Jamaican, you ain't getting to where you want to get to. Because that's not your birth certificate in Exodus chapter 1. Your birth certificate. And, and Moses told you exactly what you're supposed to discuss every time and every time in and out. Matter of fact, we read that. But, re- but, but this time, let's talk about when you brain dead, left for dead, what did what Yahqua got Isaiah 700 B.C. say? And this story, 435, is pretty good. I'm going to make a note of that one. Because he don't bring from east to west. He don't do that. Bring from east to west. He's gonna do that. Look what he got written in Isaiah 53, verse 5. We're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 5, 3, 53, verse number 5. The book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 5 reads. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our sins. The chastisement upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. And with his stripes, we are healed. So he'll, he'll let Doc Cook and everybody kick you down to zero. Mm-hmm. He'll say to you, are you ready for me to get you back up on your feet? But you got to do, do me. He said, you got to do me. But then he'll look the eyeball to eyeball and change from page to book in St. John 5, 14. What did it tell you 5, 14 of St. John there, y'all? Going to the book of St. John, chapter 5, verse number 14. We're going to the back of the book, in the book of St. John, chapter 5, and we're going to pick it up at verse number 14. The book of St. John, chapter 5, verse 14, read. Afterward, Yahweh the Son faded, findeth him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, you are made whole. Say no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. You see that? So there he was up. He said, I'm seeing no more. He said, you've been made whole now. He said, you know, the doctor said you, you left the dead, you, you, you finished and all that. He said, you're there. But seeing no more now, 
do the work that ain't going to come up on you. He's a sin no more. What are you talking about? First John 3, 3, and 4. What are you talking about? What do you mean by sin no more? What's that supposed to mean? What's that supposed to mean in St. John 3, 3, and 4 on the right side of the book? What's that supposed to mean? We're going to the book of First John, chapter 3. Verse 3 and verse number 4. We're going to the back of the book. 1 John. Chapter 3. Verse 3 and verse number 4. Get there. The book of 1 John. 4 verse 3 reads. And every man that hath this hope. In him purified himself. Even as he is pure. Verse 4, whosoever committed sin transgress also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Yeah. Sin is the transgression of the law. That's the same command. Look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm sinning. I'm not keeping no laws, no statutes, no commandments. He ended up breaking the law. Do you know what he got written in Leviticus 4, 1 and 2, 13 and 20? you know what he got written on him? I don't care who you are. Are you sinning? It, that means you're mean you breaking his law. That's the commandment. That means you're sinning. But look what he got written in Leviticus chapter 4, verse 1, 2, 13 and 20. What is that written that you're online? We're going to the book of Leviticus. Chapter 4, verse 1, 2, 13, and 20. The book of Leviticus, chapter 4, verse 1, 2, 13, and 20, verse 1 reads. And the wise W.A. spake unto Moses, saying, verse 2, speak unto the children of Israel, saying, if a soul shall sin through ignorance against any of the commandments of the wise W.H. Yahweh concerning things which are not to be done, and shall do against any of them. Verse 13. And if the whole congregation of Israel sin through ignorance, and the thing he hid from the and they have done somewhat against any of the commandments of the Yahweh concerning things which should not be done and are guilty. Verse and 20. And are guilty. And are guilty. Guilty. And are guilty. And you're guilty, huh? Verse 22. You're guilty, huh? Verse 22. And he said do with the bullock as he, I mean, verse 20. Verse 20 reads. And he Make shall 22. do. 22. Oh, 22. Mm-hmm. Verse 22. When a ruler has sinned and done somewhat through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Yahweh, his Yahweh, concerning things which should not be done, and is guilty. And is guilty. So nobody get a pass. If you're not keeping the law, statutes, and commandments, don't nobody get a pass. Even that poke. Nobody get a pass if you're not keeping the law, statutes, and commandments as is written. You're guilty. So now if you're guilty 
Ain't but one thing you do when you're guilty. Huh? Let's go and read what you got to do. Peter talked about it. Peter told him they were guilty. You broke the law of seven commandments. Peter, Peter said, well, God, dog, uh, y'all looking at me? And they, they responded to Peter in 237 38. What they say? 237 to 39. Um, book of, well, I won't look at that. Chapter 2, 37 to 39. Let's see what the people, they, when they heard that you break it in the law of seven commandments, they said, well, they said something, and people were very ready. Let's see what kind of response he gave them. 39. What do you say? We're going to Acts chapter 2, one verse 37, and verse 30, all the way down to verse 39. Mm -hmm. The book of Acts chapter 2, verse 37 reads, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their mind and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brothers, what shall we do? Verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Yahweh the Son, for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the righteous spirit. 39, for the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many of, and even as many as the wise W.H. Yahweh are Yahweh, it's open for you. It's open for you. You got to repent. It's open for you. Okay, well, I, I, when you have to repent, okay? Then we got to look, look what comes. But but when you repent, okay, repent. He tell you, um, the rock. 38, 10, 11. Okay, I'm ready to repent. I, I can't wait to repent. Okay, good. You got to read it throughout 38, verse 10 and 11. Told them to put this in right. What else you do? We're going to the book of Sirach. We're on chapter 38. We want verse 10 and verse number 11. The book of Sirach, chapter 38, verse 10 reads, Order your hands upright and cleanse your mind from all wickedness. Verse 11. Give a sweet savior and a memorial of fine flour and make a fat offering as not being. Yeah, right there. So you see that? Oh, I repent. You see, okay. This is what I'm saying, a fat offering. See? Yeah, then you got to make a fat offering. Then guess what he got written once he sees them steps are taken care of? Because you know what he did in all. Uh, and he done something in Kings. He done something in um, First Kings chapter Second uh, Kings twelve. He done something there, young man. He done something in Second Kings twelve. Something was something was done. And y'all well, put it in the mind that he do something. And let's see what what he do. And Second Kings chapter twelve, you know, and he, he did something that we can read, and uh, but I'm struggling right now. But he did something in twelve that we can read. Let's see what he did. 
and 12, verse number 16. Let's see if you 12, verse 9. No, make it 7. Okay. You know something is 12, verse number 7. No. Let me hold on. I don't want that. I want verse 9. Let's get rid to it. 12, verse 9. You see, you ready to repent, right? Okay, but look, look what he did in 12, verse 9. Second Kings, 12, verse 9. All right, the book of Second Kings, chapter twelve, verse nine. Verse nine reads, "But Jehodiah, the priest, took a chest and bored a hole in the lid of it, and set it beside the altar, on the right side, as one cometh into the temple of the Yahweh. And the priest that kept the door put therein all the money." Of the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And we're having verse 10. Verse 10. And it was so when they saw that there was much money in the chest that the king's scribes and the high priest came up and they put up in bags and told the money that was found in the temple of the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And they gave the money being told into the hands of them that did the work, that had the oversight of the temple of the Yahweh. And they laid it out to the carpenters and builders and wrought upon the temple of the Yahweh. You see that? So you see that? So you see how Yahweh, and when you find your sin, and always you'll get a, a... uh, uh, Hebrews, eight, uh, when all is out the way, and see what he says in 8 verse 12 of Hebrews. Now, that, now Paul's going to tell you what Yahweh is going to say after he see all that good stuff is done. Well, we just got to read if you know you're sin against him. That means you ain't wearing no fringes. You ain't keeping on Sabbath days. You ain't just saying four-letter man. Still eating uh, wicked food that was never ordained from the 11th chapter. Of Leviticus for you to eat. You still want to know you got problems in your body because you still eat that, still eat that wicked food. We tell you, you got to put that stuff down. You got to eat green food only. And you got to cry mightily out for us. And if you don't understand this thing, you got to be learned all over again the proper way. Stay up yourself and those come in contact with you. You got to keep them seven days. See? All you got to have. Then when you got all that going on for yourself, let's see what Yahweh says in eight. Verse number 12 of Hebrews. We're going to the book of Hebrews, chapter 8. And we're going to pick it up at verse number 12. The book of Hebrews, the book of the Israelites. Chapter 8, verse number 12. Verse 12 reads, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins, and their sins will I remember no more. Then he said, he, he said, I will be merciful, then your sins you have done, he will miss. So he said, I forgot about it, then you forget about it. And he used another word with a precept in the ninth chapter of Matthew, verse 3. He used another word. Let's look at the power he says when you do right. So when you do right, you tell you what, 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 what uh, a word he used in Matthew chapter 9. You know, all this prayer led to Yahweh. See, that's what I'm saying. We never know. So, though he's been listening all over the world, 
if you put some tape together, then what what's the message? What you get out of it? Put that label on that. What you get out of the tape? What you get out of it? Hmm? What you get out of it? Put that on the label. I look at what. And in the ninth chapter, look what look what look what Yahweh says in verse two. Matthew nine two. The book of Matthew, chapter 9, and pick it up at verse number 2. The book of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 2 reads, And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Yahweh the son, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, your sins be forgiven you. Hey, that stuff. He got the man's friend. Hallelujah. Any sickness is a sin. He's sick. Hallelujah. I'm falling all around on himself. And y'all kind of problem. He got sin. Y'all can't forgive you, but you got to do right. Take it, hit it. You ain't got to run to God cook. He can take care of you if you do right. That's sin. Oh, well, you know, this hurt me and this bothered me. Yeah, you know what? That's sin. I'm thumbing all around. I can't walk right. I'm tripping all over myself. That's sin on you. Do I do right? You see the man's sin? This man had the, the palsy. The palsy, you lose your balance. That was palsy to you. And Yahweh called it was like what it is. That's what them demons have got into you. That's sin. That's the old demon in you. Yeah? That's that demon in you. Oh, you mean if I, I'm going to fall around? Yeah, a demon in you. Yeah. You learn all Hallelujah. the way. Hallelujah. Hey, Yahweh just said one thing. He said, hey, 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 son, be a good child. Thou sin, be forgiven thee. What sin you got? Palsy. Falling all over itself. Bumming all into walls. Legs giving out on them. <laughs> you see the man's sin? That's sin. That's the most demon. Them demons jump all into you because you're disobedient to the word. You try to come another way. And guess what? He made claim and he took another way. You, you want to pay the seal no never mind? You got to read it. And, and, and y'all call you out from not paying the seal no never mind. St. John 10 1. Look what we call you. What do call you? The book, Saint, the book of St. John, chapter 10, number 1, verse 1 reads Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that entered not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbed up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. That's what he said. He said, you don't want to pay the seal on never mind? You just call out what you are. You're a thief and a robber. Because you call, you want to coop another way. You don't want to keep sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. You want to keep first day of the week. That makes you a thief and a robber. He never gave you the first Catholic Church day. You didn't 321 A.D. They took down the Sabbath. They didn't give you the first day of the week. The one over there right now, and, and they pushing it big time. So you got the mark of the beast already by keeping Sunday eating hog. And don't know you're now from now. So you already got the mark already. Why are you waiting on the mark? You got it already. <laughs> you got the mark already. You got the Sunday, hog eating. Don't know you're now from now. I ain't got no friends at home. You automatically, you worship Satan the devil. So Yahweh gave you uh, the 
children of Israel to have fringes on, but I can recognize you through the fringes. Because the blessings in the fringes. Look at the 15 chapter. We're not reading it. A number. The blessings in the fringes. You ain't got no fringes on? Then you ain't got the blessings. He said, Benjamin put some fringes on. No, he said, Benjamin, to put some fringes on. Now, I'm going to go back. And get a couple more in there. I, I got to take a look at this uh, Christmas real quick. There, you know, I got to take a look, 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 quick shot at this about this. They're getting ready to get all geared up. Uh, I, I went in the store today, and I see they got the they got the I walked outside and they got lights going already. God dog, ain't you got lights going on already? I mean, they're trying to win the contest and they're gonna burn the house down. That light everywhere. <laughs> I mean, we just got done reading John 10.1. Oh, okay. I thought I, thought I said something the wrong way to say something. Um, give, me, give me Exodus um, 3.1. Exodus 3.1. I, I want to take a look at something. All right. We're going to the book of Exodus, chapter 3. And we're going to pick it up at verse number 1. The book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 1 reads, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of Yahweh to Horah. You see that? So the mountain of Yahweh, 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 on there is it there, the mountain of Yahweh. That's they call it Mount Sinai now. That's in Midian. So you see now, see the mountain that he came down on, right now you go on your Google map and find out the map on where Yahweh came and put his big black feet at. What he what Aaron made the calf at because Moses seems to calf seems to make me right. He said, Get yourself down there because those people down there they're corrupting themselves, Moses. So he sent the Moses eyes to come up that tall high Hill, the mountain he was on, and he sent him down there, and he told Levi to kill him. They didn't take the body. The body was the body is there right now. But what happened here was dug some bodies up over there, right over there behind Mount Sinai, about a mile or so down, you got massive graves. That be and, but guess what? You dig them up, you see people with black skin woolly hair. <laughs> That's why they ain't going to check that. <laughs> Children of Israel have black skin and woolly hair. They don't like people over in the land. No. The one in, the, in, the, in that dump site over there, that 36 acres of granite rock. No. They don't look like that. One that Moses had, Aaron and Mikhail. They wanted the video where they thought over there in Midian. They saw messing around with them Midianite women and all that kind of stuff. Moses hang their head up. And they, they bet all them graves, it's wet now, it's still there. Still now in Midian. And some else in Midian. There's something else over there in Midian that you can see. Let's go 
through, uh, I'm going to get one more in there. I'm going to get on the uh, Christmas thing real quick to see if you, if you get ready to do that right. Let's look at uh, Exodus 15 now, young man, 22, 23, and 27. Let me tell you something. Listen. Yahweh the son came on the mount of Horeb, and Moses went up there. Ain't got to do no Mount Sinai. Horeb is that mountain. That's the mountain, and behind that mountain, within a mile or so, you'll see massive graves. And in them graves, it's going to be people with dark skin and wool hair. Same thing happened over in Leviticus, what, 24, 25, when he told them, hang their head and kill them. All those Indians, not Saudi Arabia. The Saudi Arabia are hijacked the land and change the name and everything. And you're trying to find out which way which way he went. Because you ain't got the proper information due to the system on the campus board over to Israel. We know all this stuff already. We we do this stuff on the wrong. We do this stuff on the wrong. All day long we can do this all day long. Because he gave us this information to pass on to you. But you gotta wake up. You gotta stop paying the seals on never mind. And you gotta get this out your mouth over there in um Jeremiah forty four sixteen. But see, I already know what you're gonna you're gonna put a Jeremiah you're gonna do a you're gonna put a Jeremiah forty four sixteen on me. What does it say anyway in Jeremiah forty four sixteen? All right, we're going to the book of Jeremiah. Chapter forty four. And we're gonna pick it up at verse number Sixteen. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 44, verse 16, and it reads, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 44, verse 16, as for the word that you have spoken unto us in the name of the wise W.H. Yahweh, we will not hearken unto you. Hey, that's <laughs> Jeremiah, we know you think of the name and the word of Yahweh. We have to listen to you. So I, so I know you're not going to pay the seals on there, my mind. I know. You're going to pay it on there, my mind. You're not going to look at this paper and say, analyze this, and find out some of you close little ones got some demons in them, and they can't eat some demons I'm going to do, right? But back to um, Exodus chapter 15. Let me show you all this in Midian. Now, remember, in Numbers 33, Moses wrote
And they came to Elam, where there were twelve wells of water, and three score and ten palm trees. And they encamped there by the waters. So you see that? Three, a three-day journey down there, you're going you're gonna to be in a, a land called Elam, there's a million called Saudi Arabia now, and, they, and you're going to find a bit of spring over there, and bit of spring going to be bit of water over there, and they couldn't drink that water, they went down a little further, and then you're going to find out they're going to have 12 of springs of water and 70 palm trees. You go around your Google map and look, and you'll find all that in the land of Midian called Saudi Arabia. You see that? And yeah, everybody trying to burn around, spend money, to do all this, get the pastor out of order. Better Bible tell you the whole show. Everything. You can tell you everything. You can tell you exactly what this and that from the page of the book. You don't give it to us to do it. But there's that there. Better not you go around your Google map and find out where the, the 12 um, the pillars that Moses built over there in 24 verse 4. It's over there in Midian. Palm trees. The, the palm trees they got all over there, 70 palm trees. They're over there in Midian. All this over there in Midian called Saudi Arabia right now. And, get, and they got a massive grave site built for uh, killing them. It's right they didn't want to do right. So they ain't going to they, they open, they open, they open a couple of uh, couple of make sure they wasn't uh, and the Arab seen that it wasn't them. It's, these, these all African American Negroes buried in these things. That's right. Now who they were? African American Negroes. See with wide noses, dark skin, woolly hair. It's right over there now in Midian right now. Right now. Are you going to Google Map and time? What if we tell you to go find out? And twelve palms is twelve whales is right there. Seventy palm trees is there. All that's not there. In Midian. They call Saudi Arabia. They got a fear probably get rid behind it lesson. They probably build a, a nice casino over there now and, and get some of your money now. You you never know what they're gonna do behind what we, we pray for gonna take. But we do it there. We do it all there right now. Let's take a look at something. Go to Luke chapter one there, young man. Let's take a look at something. Matter of fact, read Isaiah twenty nine, sixteen, getting warmed up. Let's take a look at something real quick before time get away. Um, Isaiah 29, 16. What is that? We're going over to the book of Isaiah. It's here. 29, and read verse 16. The book of Isaiah, is here, chapter 29, verse 16, read. Surely your turning of things upside down shall be extinct as the pot of clay. For shall the work say that's up. That's good right there, your mind. So this thing has been what? What are this, what are this information that's been brought to this, to our mind for all our life? Is it what kind of way? Turning of things upside down. This thing is turned upside down. This thing has been turned upside down. Look what it says in, in 20 verse 19 of St. John. We're going to the book of St. John, and we're going to read verse number 19. The book of St. John, chapter 20, verse number 19, in it reads. The book of St. John, chapter 20, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut 
where the disciples were assembled for the fear of Yadah Judah came Yahweh the son. What what you read? You read you read uh, what, what verse you reading here in your mind? The book of Saint John, twenty verse number nineteen. No, make it nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty. Okay, my bad. The book of Saint John, chapter nineteen, verse number twenty. Verse twenty reads. This title. Then read many of Yadah for the place where where Yahweh the Son was crucified was now to the city. And it was written Hebrew, the Shemitic tongue, and Greek and Latin. So he said, so it wasn't no such thing that that that, 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 that uh, weak word called Aramaic and all that and English. They won't even exist. All that all that polluted. Abraham spoke the same language that Abraham is one of the stars that uh, Aramaic come from Abraham. Abraham speaking the same thing. That's another thing you got all this. Some, some, uh, some, they spoke of Aramaic. Aramaic is, is remember, Abraham's father was in the same Semitic line. So that's no lesson to that's out of lesson. Now, okay, good. So remember the now you so, so not, what you have to do now, you gotta remember one thing, if the Bible if, if everything was in uh, uh Hebrew, Latin and Greek, so you gotta find your Hebrew calendar. You gotta find the not the Grolian, not the uh uh you know, you can use the Grolian or uh, other name they say called the Grolian and what other name they call what kind of thing? The Grolian and another name. You can use that, but you gotta know how to use it. The Grolian and something else. Okay, forget about it. No, no. I'll come back to you in a minute. But now you get the Hebrew count. You got the Hebrew count out there in your mind? You got to, you, you can put your hand on it. You ain't got to. If you put your hand on it, it's the matter of Okay, good. But okay. Now we're going to, we're going to check out your business real quick. Let's run over to, um, back out there again, 126. We was reading John, we just read John 1920. Now, we got that out the way. Now we're going to take care of some business now, y'all. We're going to take care of a quick, because now we know our loved ones give it a gift for Christmas, right? The gift for Christmas. Let's find out something. You know, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ's birthday. We will celebrate his birthday. December 25th. That's what we get ready to do. Let's go um, and find out something along the way to find out something by going to Luke 126. Going to the book of Luke. Going to the book of Luke, chapter one, picking up at verse number twenty-six. Book of Luke, chapter one, but twenty-six reads. And in the sixth month, the angel, mentioning spirit Gabriel, was sent from Yahweh unto a city of Galilee, named Good. Name what? Nazareth. Name what? What month was Nazareth. it? What month was it? Now, on the Hebrew calendar, what is the sixth month? Let's find what the first month is. It goes 13, let's go to Exodus chapter 12, 1 and 13, verse 10. Let's find what, what, how you start counting. How you count. Let's go to Exodus 
verse 1 and 2, then 13, verse 4. Let's see how, how, how do you start counting when you're trying to help somebody? Exodus going to the book 12, of chapter 12. 13, verse 4. Well, Exodus chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to pick it up in Exodus chapter 13, verse 4. The book of Exodus chapter 12, verse 1, read. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses and Aaron the seer in the land of Egypt, saying, verse 2, this month shall be, this month shall be unto you the beginning of month. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Exodus chapter 13, verse number 4, read. The book of Exodus chapter 13, verse 4. This day came you out in the month a bid. So, so when you, so, so the first month, that was told to Moses, the children of Israel, would be, first month would be what month there, young man? A-B. A-B. So A-B would be number one. So if you put on your computer the Hebrew calendar, number one would be A-B. And A-B on the, the lunar calendar and the solar year, what would it be now? That would be, A-B would be the first month. And, it, and right now will be your April. April will be the first month in, in, in that's the name it got on it now, April. So not January. No, not January. A first month will be April. Now, if you want to clock when Gabriel came, he came on the, on the sixth month. He came on the sixth month. Is that what reading month 26? He came on the sixth month, young man? Hallelujah. Okay, he came on the sixth month. Okay, good. So the sixth month would be, the sixth month would be Elul. That'd be Elul, E-L-U-S, and it'd be September. So there he comes. He's coming on the on the sixth month. Let's see what happens next. So now, so now we, we got that nine. Here comes Gabriel. Look, they have no month. On the money called was Abel. So on the sixth month he came, it was called the month of Elul, E-L-U-S. U-L on the Hebrew calendar, which is called our September today. That's the sixth month. Remember, the name might change, but one, two, three, four, five, six ain't going to change. The sixth month, you can call it what you want to call it. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but six months. So here's Gabriel on the sixth month. He got here. He said, talk to Mary a little bit. What did he say to Mary? Keep reading. Going back to the book of Luke. Mary. Going back to the book of Luke, chapter 1, picking up at verse number 27. The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 27 reads, To a virgin espoused to, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the family of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Verse 28. So, so he was uh, before being in the hand of Joseph, and one thing about the children of Israel, if, they, if, they, if he was espoused in him, everybody got to stay in their own tribe. And see, so, so Joseph was the was the man of the hour, so they had to stay in their own tribe. So that let you know what Mary was. <laughs> so let you know what Mary was. Call a day an African American Negro. 
So Mary was an African-American Negro, not Guadalupe looking up on your walls now. So, so Joseph was Jesus found of Joseph. Okay, good. What happened next? All right. We're going to the book of Luke chapter 1, verse 28. 28 reads. And the men's spirit came in unto her and said, Yahweh be with you, you that are highly favored. The Yahweh is with you. Blessed are you among women. Mm-hmm. 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. 30. Angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary. For you have found favor with Yahweh, 31. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Yahweh the Son. Verse 32. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest, Yahweh the Father. And Yahweh shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. Verse 33. And he shall ring over the family of Israel forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How should this be? Then I know not a man. 35. And the angel answered and said unto her, The righteous spirit shall come upon you. And the power of the highest Yahweh shall overshadow you, overshadow you. Therefore also that righteous thing which shall be born of you shall be called the son of Yahweh the Father. Thirty six. And behold, your cousin Elizabeth. And behold, your cousin Elizabeth. She hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Verse 37. For with Yahweh nothing shall be impossible. 38. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of Yahweh, be it unto me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. 39, and Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah. 40, and entered into the house of Zechariah and saluted so 39. That, that, that's 39. So she went to the hill country and she went, she went back home. Yes. So she's from, so she from the tribe of Judah. So she's from the tribe of Judah. So Mary went, went home. He said, uh, he told her, even your, even your, um, your cousin Elizabeth is six months pregnant, and, and guess what? And you, and, and you, oh, and you have conceived her here on the sixth month too. So you pregnant too on the sixth month. Elizabeth is six months already in her pregnancy. So you ain't got three, three more months to go for John coming out. Mm-hmm. So she was already six months pregnant, Elizabeth, because she had three more months to go. But uh, Mary had a whole nine months, but she was conceived right then and there on the sixth month. So now let's check it out. If she conceived on the sixth month, 
verse 9. And lo, the angel of Yahweh came upon them, and the honor of the Yahweh shone round about them, and they were so afraid. 10. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Yahweh the Son. Yahweh the Son. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in a swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. Good. Right, good. What was happening? What was going on in verse 8 again? About the shepherds in verse, verse 8. 8. And there in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, now oh, we use, use that for example. What shepherd is going to be keeping in the field the flock by night on December 25th? You know, you, you, I want you to remember this when December 25th comes. I bet you everybody be running, trembling, trying to get up in the house and do everything. Look at the baby hand on in verse 7 on December. If you're going by December 25th now, look at the baby hand on in verse 7. <laughs> the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse number 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. You see that? He was wrapped up in swaddling clothes. Do you know if you wrap up a baby... And had them on exhibit in swaddly clothes this December 25th coming in the same temperature in Jerusalem, the same thing here. It'd be a little bit different, maybe a couple of degrees. you going to jail. You have a baby outside in swaddly clothes on <laughs> December 25th, you going to jail. Somebody's going to call the police on you, and they might even call. And tell the police to bring Lucky, which is invite the ones that is the parents of these people. Might tell old Lucky, and hey, we take old Lucky with me. Let Lucky get a bite on this. You going to jail? Verse twelve. Hallelujah. Verse twelve reads, "And this shall be a sign unto you: you shall find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Lying in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes." The police gonna come and pistol whoop you and and stick lucky on you. They gonna stick lucky on you behind that one. They, I'm gonna pistol whoop you having a baby out in this kind of world if you sit on the field, and I'm gonna have lucky to take a little bite on your tail. You need all that. Ain't nobody gonna have a baby out. That's my primo. In six months from the time of conception, that means a primo baby wrapped up in swaddling clothes, December twenty fifth. Look. But now we found the precept about that. Let's find out. He was wrapped in a, a manger, right? Let's find out a little more about that manger. In the Psalms of Solomon, chapter 8, you know what I mean? Let's find out something about this manger. Let's find out if you if you don't put the three marks on there, let's find out do this happen because it was already prophesied with the precept. Remember, I keep telling you. If you don't preach up your Bible, you're never going to get it right. If you don't preach up your Bible, you're never going to get it right. 
you have your baby outside, December 25th, wrap up in quality clothes, the police going to come and pistol whoop you, and they're going to sit lucky on you. And you deserve everything you got coming, if you believe that, sir. Psalms of Solomon, chapter 8, 5, down to verse 8, what it say? We're going to the book of... We're going to the book of Psalms of Solomon, chapter 8, 5 down to verse number 7. Eight. The book of five, eight. Five down to verse eight. The book of Songs of Solomon. The book of Songs of Solomon, chapter five. I mean, chapter eight. Chapter eight. Five down to verse number eight. Verse five reads: Who is this that cometh up from the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved? I raised you up under the apple tree. There your mother bought you forth. There she bought you forth upon your mind as a seal upon your arm. For love is strong as death. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals thereof are coals of fire, which hath a most vehement flame. Seven, many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would utterly be contaminated. Contaminated. That's good enough. That's good enough. Where where, where was, um, it was prophesied that the woman going to bring him forward up on an apple tree. There's no apples grow in the one of December 25th. Apples don't grow in a, don't grow in December. Apples is cringing. And apple ain't growing in no December 25th with kind of running around. The woman brought forth the child up on an apple tree, and he had um, many waters. So who this one that was prophesied upon the apple tree, his mother brought it, but the key to it, the many waters, verse 7. Let's go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 12 through 15. Let's find who these many waters is. See, I'm keep telling you. Until, until you repent and get in the right ministry and learn this thing, you'll be all over the place. You'll be spending money on something that never happened, and you didn't get no credit for it. When, when, when the child was born, he was wrapped up in a manger. He was born, the woman, up on an apple tree. Ain't no apples growing on no December 25th. Snow everywhere. Ain't no apples doing nothing. But he had... Many waters. Who is this many waters? 1, 12 through 15 Revelation. Who are we talking about? Who Who is this son born? And the key to it was the precept of many waters. 1, 12 through 15 Revelation. Who, who is this? We're going to the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 12 down to verse number 15. The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 12 down to 15, verse 12 reads. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. 13. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the path with a golden girdle. Verse 14. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. 
and his eyes were as a flame of fire. Verse 15. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burnt in a furnace. And his voice as the sound of many waters. Great that stuff. You hear that? This was Yahweh the son born for it. It was prophesied to be born of this woman up on a, a apple tree. Apples don't grow until Mars. Apples don't grow until Mars. Three months after that, but there three more months. Unless he was a primo, ain't no apples growing on December twenty fifth. Everybody gonna be trending running in that snow, trying to get in, yeah. trying to get this person flying all around. Man, come on, that's bad teaching. Everything cringing. 
It's going to be cold out there. And I, and, and those that is the of the law, you catch somebody out there with some babies that's going somewhere, uh, take Lucky with you and pimp them up and then stick Lucky on them. That's what you do. Stick Lucky on them for doing that bad behavior. What's the read? The book of 1 Corinthians. Chapter 5, verse 7, and verse number 8. Verse 7 reads, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that you may be a new lump, as you are unleavened. For even Yahweh the Son, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Verse 8. Yahweh the Son is our Passover. So Yahweh the Son is our Passover. Can you read? Verse 8. Therefore, let us keep the feet, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the so unleavened bread. Our That's it. So Yahweh is our Passover. He sacrificed for us. He's our Passover. Now, what did Paul say behind there with the precept? First Christians chapter 11, 23 out of verse 26. The one you call our Lord Jesus Christ in the manger, he was our Passover. You believe what Apostle Paul gave ready to say? Listen to what he got to say to you. First Corinthians chapter 11, first, 23 out of verse 26. What do you say? First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 down to verse number 26. 23 reads. For I have received of the Yahweh that which also I delivered unto you, that the Yahweh the Son, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. 24. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. 25. After the same manner also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 26, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Yahweh's death till he comes. Wait a minute. You mean Yahweh's son didn't tell him to show his birthday till he comes? No, see, right? We told you in 2916, Sam turned upside down. You probably, you probably celebrating his death till he comes, not when he was. Not when you suppose he's been born. It can't be telling about celebrating no birthday. He said, celebrate my death. And he died on Passover. He was a Passover lamb. Passover, he's going to be celebrating. Passover. Not no December 25th, buying presents on, three, on a primo baby in the cold. He said, you show his death till he comes. How many times do we die? Once a year. On Passover. Precept. Matthew 26, 17, and 18. Precept. You go to precept. You go to your game changer. You don't believe celebrating no birthday of him. Born in a manger, but we celebrating his death. Look what he said to his followers in the 26th chapter, verse 17 and 18. I'm happy. What are you saying there, young man? We're going to the book of Matthew, chapter 26, 
verse 17 and verse number 18. The book of Matthew, chapter 26, from verse number 17 and verse number 18, verse 17 reads, Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Yahuwah the Son, saying unto him, Where with you that we people, I mean, we prepare for you to eat the Passover? Verse 18. And he said, Go into the city to such a man and say unto him, The master said, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my and the disciples did as Yahweh the son had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. 20. Now when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve. Hey, that's Passover. Passover. 
got it good. And that's on the first month, 14 days at evening. Uh, 22, pick up verse 12, we read a little bit. 22, 12. Um, Mark. Going to the book of Mark. Pick it up at chapter, you want chapter 14 still? Israel. Hello, y'all, Brian. You want chapter 14 of Mark? Yeah, Mark 14. Mark 14, 22. Make it 12. Mark 14, verse 12. 14, verse 12. The book of Mark, chapter 